good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Opie and Anthony show. I'm, I'm going to start the morning by getting a nice fart right in Anthony's chair. <laughs> <laughs> nice stinking fart. How about that? And then rubbing pork right on Opie's chair with his, with his ridiculous attempting to stay younger. <laughs> his prostate is swelling up as we speak right now. That's so. I'm glad there's no smell of blueberries in here. Sissy. So good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the show. I know there's a lot of people sitting around. Let me turn off this nude Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Opie and Anthony show. They were they were kind enough uh, to to think of you know they decided usually they do when they're on a vacation they do a a uh, best of show and um, this morning they, they for some reason I don't know what happened I almost think it's a setup. I, I don't trust it. Stunt Brain called me and goes, hey, uh, you know, we was thinking instead of a uh, best of show, Patrice, we would, uh, you know, see if you could, uh, you know, want to host these two days. And I'm sitting there going, what? You know, you know, you, you know I had to actually <laughs> think about you it. You know I had to because, you, you know, I got a chip on my shoulder, a big <laughs> sour cream and onion, salt and vinegar, <laughs> potato chip on my shoulder. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't know. What's going on? No, we don't ever talk. We're just friends here, but this is such a friend move. Maybe this is well, almost you, their you, way of voting me for president. You, like you, you called me and was like, "I don't know if it's gonna go off or not." I, my, hey, my girl—they uh, might pull a plug on it. <laughs> my girl's like, "Wait a minute!" My girl's like, "Should we do a MySpace blast?" I said, "For what?" <laughs> I don't want to let nobody down because t- tomorrow they, go, they might go, eh, yeah, Patrice, we thought about it. <laughs> and no. Nah. So, uh, you know, because usually I do my little thing on uh, XM and uh, we like to swear and stuff. But not only can't you swear on this side, you can't, you have to make sure that you say certain 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 vernacular, radio vernacular. It, it, like, I don't even. Yeah. But anyway. I like to thank um, sickly little Anthony and um, and love Opie for letting me do this and and abuse his staff. When all these white guys running around working for me, this is beautiful. They look more comfortable though. I, well, yeah, because yeah. they know they've worked with me before. Yeah, I don't run such Wait, a you know, tight shit. It's like. It's like today feels like uh, in junior high school when you had a substitute teacher, where like you don't really have to do real work. Right, and you know? everybody's happy. Patrice is here, but the first thing I see, right, and I understand, like you know, why, like they curse E Rock and, uh, and 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 stupid Danny out on a regular basis, is because E Rock knows how to run Opie's board, uh-huh. his big board. So he's trying to give Danny special like instructions and he's auditioning Danny right now (laughs) to run the board in the morning that why not because E-Rock knows how to do it and Danny knows how to do what E-Rock's doing and they curse each other out for the way that they do the wrong job on their board (laughs) but for some reason I think again they're abusing me they're gonna do what they want to do anyway dude uh, this is what I'm saying this is how Obama has to be as president (laughs) He has to be the H-N word I see in charge. I might have to actually whip these guys into shape. Because they go, Patrice is here. Let's just have fun. Substitute teacher. Let me play games. See what I'm saying? Do you understand why you can't sleep? 
You understand why you can't sleep as a black guy? <laughs> All right, we're not going to start it off this morning. <laughs> Let me introduce my boy. Uh, this is I have a a, a black host. Yeah, black co-host. Kinda. You thought, you I, thought was I was you thought I was Puerto Rican for eight yeah, years though. So. You, let me introduce you for a second. You you <laughs> thought you thought I was gonna sit in here and put a white guy in here to, in my cabinet? <laughs> I'm gonna fire stunt brain soon. I'm gonna be a Puerto Rican. E rocks out of here. I'm already playing in my cabinet. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna be strippers and pit bull fighting in this place before you know it. Cock fights. Well, let me introduce my boy uh, Dante Nero, ladies and gentlemen. I call him Reginald. Yeah. Uh, he he's also my co-host when I do Black Philip over on XM, and I appreciate it um, kindly. You getting up this morning? Yeah. Um, with your broken Thanks. wrist, which is Thanks interesting. Thanks for having me. It's an interesting thing. My friend has a broken wrist. From he's uh, how old are you now, Dante? Forty-two. Forty-two. Dante's forty-two, and uh, he's just now getting a lot of his bones fixed, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's getting his wrist fixed, his back. Yeah. And uh, here's something that we didn't know about having a broken wrist. Okay. You have trouble getting dressed. Yeah. If you have a broken wrist, now I found this out about having a busted uh, calf yeah. muscle. Mm. You need your calf muscle. To to take a number two, yeah. Like you, if you don't have a a a, a hundred percent calf muscle, you cannot take a number two. Yeah. You have to stretch your leg out, and if you have to stretch your leg out to take a number, you can't do it. Really? Like you cannot go to the bathroom correctly if you can't bend your legs really? and do that. So what we find out today is that if you bust your wrist and have a cast on it. That you have to come out in 30-degree weather. <laughs> with no coat with on. With just a T-shirt <laughs> and a half a tie boot. <laughs> but that, he's a soldier, Jack. Yeah, I'm here. Soldier I'm here. with pneumonia, baby. <laughs> and and I like to say to everybody, good morning. Uh, I'm, I want to I wanna say this. I, I was on the radio Monday, and I got a lot of emails. A lot of angry emails about okay. my my tirade, my racial tirade I had, and I had a racial tirade, which I think all black people do yeah. to have. Um, I got a call from somebody that you know. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That told me that you know I should just love and forgive, and and I started laughing to myself like, that's the stupidest advice uh. in history. Like everybody up right now, nobody is happy and nobody wants advice like just love right. right now somebody's mad going to work right they're angry going to work and they're like trying to figure out how to exist with hatred right. they're not trying to look for love like for the most part love has always been something that a martyr would say right love is like hey man just love and be peaceful but you always end up dead being, when you being peaceful. give love as advice. Yeah. And if you said somebody, like somebody smacked you in the face and you look at me for advice and I said, just love. <laughs> you'd be like, what the? F what are you, Mahatma? Gandhi. Ma Ma Martin Luther Gandhi? <laughs> like, what is the matter with you? Yeah. Like, I'm saying, look, I got a giant chip on my shoulder, dude. And, and I go through life trying to function being angry. So last night, my function in anger couldn't sleep. I'm playing um, Call of Duty 4. Hot. Call of Duty 4. If they want people to love, 
they got to stop making video games where you could kill like Call of Duty 4. Now I started and then I, I realized how I feel as the games I'm playing. In Ju- July I was feeling really peaceful and I was into golf. Okay. I was playing uh, Tiger Woods <laughs> golf. And uh and quite frankly, dude, golf is a fun game. I probably wouldn't play it live, right. but playing it on the game was very relaxing. It was cool. It right. was strategic. Right. You know, I had a certain kind of respect for it. But lately I've been playing uh, war games, and it started out with, um, I don't know if you remember this game called uh, Metal Slug. No, never um, played that. Metal Slug is a, it's a Capcom game. It's a cheap little army game. Remember, the, remember Metal Slug and you just, you know, like you fall out the sky and then a letter H will fall out the sky for a heavy machine gun and then a letter L Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like, uh, like, con- like the old like Contra. Contra like Contra or Commando. It, it was a better yeah. Contra. Yeah. And, you know, you can upgrade your machine gun yeah. and, and when the guys died, they kind of went and poofed into smoke and, yeah. and they made it sound like, yeah. when they died. <laughs> and then if you get killed, they're standing there happy that you died and then when you, you float back down with a with a parachute and then they go, again, you know what I'm saying? So I'm playing that. But then I started moving because I stopped playing uh, Xbox for a while and started playing uh, PSP. And that was on PSP, but then I went back to PlayStation. I mean, went back to uh, Xbox. So I'm playing, uh, I'm playing this game called Brothers in Arms. Mm. And you played that? Yeah. Yeah. Brothers in Arms is interesting. It it's a it's a World War Two game, which I don't understand. See, this country's crazy because I don't understand why no other war is represented. Uh, but World War One and Two. World War Two. No, on video uh. games, only World War Two. Mm. There's I played. There's no. There was a Civil War game once. Right. It stunk. Right. Like I never played a worse video game than the Civil War game. It just right. it almost was was fun. Mm. And I'm like, where? And first of all, I was like, we're the black dudes. <laughs> well, I think the problem with that one, I think I know which one you're talking about. It's called I, Civil War. I, I, well, I think it was the developer was the problem with that one, because I think the History Channel actually put that one it out. Was History Channel, <laughs> it was the History Channel's Civil War. <laughs> so it was not historically correct. But for some reason, and they don't have, here's what they don't have either. They don't have a Korean uh, war game. They don't have a, they don't have any war we lost. They don't have an 1812 and they don't have a revolutionary war with Crispus Attucks. They don't have the. They don't have. <laughs> you can play as Crispus Attucks. We're talking about this country's wars. Yeah. The only war that's really good war game that's really good. I think there was one Vietnam game I played. It wasn't great. Mm. They had a. Uh, I think uh, Iraq. Yeah, with the was, swift boats and stuff like that. Iraq was yeah, represented yeah. once. That was. It was really good. That was. The it was one. Operation Desert Storm, right? No. What, it was recon. No, that stunk. That was first. That one stunk. It's one where in the beginning you get you're you're a hostage and they actually kill you mm. in the in the thing. And then they do this. The one where you do the helicopter and you see you know that the helicopter where they go grab stop grab stop. You know with the uh, and then you see little what's little, supposed to be it, little arrows running around and you just blow them up with the night vision. You you didn't play yeah. that game. Well, yeah. anyway, that mm. game was pretty good. Mm. That game was pretty good, but this. Brothers in Arms, I played, and I thought this was pretty good, right. okay? And the only thing about Brothers in Arms, it was kind of easy because they had a thing on it where you can hide behind anything. The peek behind You them. can peek, and, and then, then come you out can just sit shots. there for hours until you just pick off yeah, one everybody by one. one by one. And it was decent, and uh, it was okay, and I, I didn't like it that much in the to, to begin with because I don't like any game that forces you to 
to look at the story. Like, huh. I don't like any games that force you to look at, like, you can't just push the X button right. and go, you know, it's done. It's, you know, I don't, can't, oh, I don't you, oh, you can't the whole story. pass the, the, the right, story line. Right, Brothers in Arms, the story is about this magical gun and it's mm. ghosts and it, it stinks. Mm. But then I'm playing Call of Duty 4 almost all night. Hey, we were talking about it last night. Dude, here's the thing. How can you have fought in a war? And not been racist. How could I'm playing this game, dude? You, Call of Duty Four takes place in a POW camp in Japan, and the guys escape. That's the first scene, mm. dude. Nips in the wire, dude. If <laughs> and you, you I, I no? don't think you can say that. Not even I'm. I don't think you in can the wire that. ends in the wire. Chips uh, in the ends. wire. I'm just repeating the stupid sure. game in no. the wire. It, no. Uh, no? Okay, no. I'm going to say no. it again then. But That Asian N-word cannot be said. <laughs> Asian N-word. Asian N-word. Are you serious? Yeah. All right, it was dumped, but... Yeah. It, uh, you can say Asian N-word. Don't you mean... No. Call of, it's Call of Duty. Yeah, but Don't you mean the new one, World at Call War? Call of Duty, World at War. Yeah, because you keep saying four. It's but the new one. It is. It's four. It's the fourth one, isn't it? No. It's, it's five. It's one. actually five. It's, it's five. Point, yeah. So okay. So Call of Duty World at War. Let me let me apologize. So Call of Duty World at War. The racism in that game that you get, but the racism you feel yeah. as you playing it, the it it, it it makes you respect anybody fighting in a war because the only way you live is to think racist because you're sitting there. And they're coming out of the bushes, and you just, in the game, you say to yourself, in the wire! <laughs> and <it's, laughs> ends in the wire! And words in the wire! C words in the wire! G's in the, G words in the wire! <laughs> and you have to, you, the way you play that game. And they keep coming out. Dude, keep coming out. these games, man, these games. You would think that they can't get realer. Ugh. They got here's this what this game did that I've never seen any other video game do. Is as you're fighting, your guy next to you, say you and your boy next to you, not your boy, not I'm not playing online, I'm just playing the game. Right. So you and your boy that's helping you fight, this twenty uh uh ends in a wire. Ends in a wire coming. <laughs> and you're if your boy gets shot in the head, you see him get shot in the head. Right, right. You still got to deal with 20 of them. Right. It's not like the game adjusts because he's dead. Right. The game keeps playing as hard as it was playing just like real war, dude. Right. And you just sitting there. I'm up all night playing this game. And it just, it makes you racist. Just. Yeah. So, so to get back to the ultimate point of this. Okay. Is where make video games where I'm counting clouds <laughs> like I'm sitting up there upset playing this video game then I start thinking here's where my mind goes where are the other wars this war we officially won where's the wars that we lost why aren't we playing any how dirty is that games? that gets real then dirty it, well who wants that you know the end 
If you're going to put out a what video is, what game... Is, what is the end of World War II a mystery? <laughs> no, but it, you like the feeling of a win. I like watching a good blowout in a game. But well, I, I actually think that the video game... It's not like <laughs> in the Civil War one that, you know, if you could play the South, if they make a civil, good Civil War game, yeah. okay? And my thoughts of a good Civil War game is this, is if you send someone back in time, somebody's going to steal it from me. If you send somebody back in time with just a Desert Eagle, no extra guns, just <laughs> <laughs> one Desert Eagle, just a Desert Eagle, or or maybe some type of uh, like a M- some M16. kind of ray gun, uh, right? Uh, that you have to find, like you charge it by uh, gold, or uh, you charge it by doubloons, or whatever is back in eighteen twelve, uh, or um, gold slaves, or black charge slave, it with slaves. Slave spit. <laughs> <laughs> You charge the gun with slave spit. <laughs> so, Come on, Cleopas. Spitting oh, spit this gun. But I would love to see that actual... Do, do you understand why, Stunt Brain, I'm so wired up about certain things, man? Because my mind, I'm looking to relax. Yeah. I'm looking to love. I'm looking to forgive. I'm looking to tickle. So you play war games. So, but what else is there to play? <laughs> well, you said you were playing golf this summer and you were calm. And because, n- and then something happened, and now I'm playing. It, people say you feel the way you feel by by the by the games you play now, and by the porn you watch. You know, what I mean, feel there's certain porn you watch when you're feeling whatever, and there's certain porn you when you're feeling, you know, yeah. you're feeling gentle, yeah. and you're feeling loving. And then some, certain point you watch when you feel your self-esteem is lower, when it's higher. Right. Like I watch a lot of fat girl porn when I'm not feeling good. <laughs> a lot of BBW porn when I'm not feeling good. And nude Africa. Nude Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Do a lot of that, and you know, like I said, I mean, I know you don't like big girls, but you know, I, I think it's easier to catch a pig than a parakeet. To be honest with you. <laughs> I will catch her. Can we say pig on this? Yeah. yeah you I can just want to make sure I'm still feeling out what I can say. Even in right the context, now. is that right? Yeah. Right. Anyway, right. look, man. All right, so bear with me today. Uh, you know, I'm usually here just listening to Anthony and Opie, Anthony and Opie, Opie and Anthony. I'm, I'm usually sitting here just listening to Opie talk and Anthony talk, and I get in. So let me feel out running the show. So bear with us, and uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back. Opie and Anthony. Hi, it's Opie. Anthony's to my left, and uh, they want us to say a few nice things about Patrice O'Neill, who's doing our show today. He's filling in. He's like a guest host. Are we supposed to say something nice about him? All right. Um, got a nice hat. Dress is nice. Yeah. Oh, he, um, no, no. someone else. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, hmm. There was the time he, uh, uh... He's not Rich Voss. Yeah, there you go. There's something nice about Patrice O'Neill. He's not Rich Voss. Wow. That feels good. <laughs> and I can't I can't say a well-placed cracker at any time. Can I can't say, I can't say cracker? <laughs> you can insult the you can insult the oppressor still. It's <laughs> not going to be it's not going to be equal to it. You can't say cracker no more. <laughs> every every other downtrodden oppressed People, you can. I can still abuse Peckerwoods, can I? <laughs> Hunky slave master driver. I can still say that. Right. No, I can still. I can still say that. But all these people that have uh, these downtrodden 
Mongoloid. <laughs> can't say nothing bad about them people because you can't take a joke. Boy, I can say cracker all day long. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Obi and Anthony Show. I'm Patrice O'Neill, uh, filling in for the fellas, uh, along with my uh, co-host, the lovely Dante Nero. What's up? Who will knock you out. I bet you this radio show can beat everybody's radio show. <laughs> right Ass. now. I'm, I'm serious. And well, not now, because you got that busted up wrist. I hit him up. I'll, mm, I'll hit somebody with the cast, though. Yeah, but it's all swelled up. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like uncooked bacon, <laughs> big bacon hand. So anyway, welcome back, man. I, you know, I was talking to the stump brain on the phone the other day. And uh, look, man, this guy sent me a MySpace. I don't even know his name. I'm surprised he sent it because people, they know I don't really pay attention to it. But I was paying attention to it uh, a couple of days ago. And he sent me an uh, email that said, Patrice, hey, man, I'm, you know, you're off my top eight. Uh, real emotion. I felt the emotion in the in the in the this message. Yeah, like you could feel he was upset, like disappointed, and he was like, you know, I didn't know you was uh, you felt like this, and I'm really upset with you, and blah blah blah. And he goes, man, you know, I'm taking you on my top eight, and you know what, man, put yourself in in the position of the average white guy. The plight. The plight of the white man is yeah. basically what he was in, implying. And I, you know, I try to be fair. By the way, uh, phone number is one eight seven seven two one two six two six three one eight seven two one two six two six three two one two O and A O A N D A. But if you got a cell phone, it's six two six three because there's no <laughs> letters on a cell phone. So, look, I try to sit around and think about the plight of the white man, and I, I'm serious about this. One of the plights. I think might be something that a white guy never had to do in this world is actually have a, a, a an excuse, not an excuse, but a when when dealing with a black person. Ha, now that he's something he's never had to do ever in history is actually a, like have a reason for what he does. Like in about the 1940s, you could just kick a dude in his kneecap. A black dude. A black name. dude in his kneecap. Right. And just go. And the dude's like, ah, man. Shut what up. The, why'd you do that? Shh. He don't even need to say I felt like it. He just, uh, you know, he could just wink. wink. <laughs> and just go, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, I'm trying to think of, let me, let me think of another thing maybe. To, I, and, and here's the thing. I'm really trying to understand this, dude. I'm really trying to understand, like, what the plight of the white man could be. Now, I discredit ev anything that everybody else has to deal with, meaning taxes. No, you, you somebody's going to take your house. No, because somebody's going to take my house. Uh, your, your mama got bunions. No, my mama got bunions. Uh -huh. uh, you need you know money to get your teeth. The, the human plight of living in this country every day does not count because that's everybody. Anything exclusive to the white man's Anything plight. Anything that's exclusive to your plight. Right. What is it that you go through every day? Like, look. Most black people don't want to be anything but black. But to be black, you have to actually stand up and go, I'm proud to be black. You have to be defiant to live. To be proud. To be proud. A, you yeah. have to go, I'm feeling good, baby. Right. Now, I'm going to get arrested for no reason, but I'm feeling good. I may not get this job, but I'm still feeling good. I'm going to, my girl's going to talk to me because I didn't come on with the proper money. 
She yapping too much, but I can't clock her right upside her head for yapping too much. But I'm feeling good. Proud to be this way. I'm not going to use no excuses, whatever that means. I don't even know black people that use excuses for being black. But I'm trying to figure out what is it every day, the pressure of being a white dude. Uh, Maybe having black people accuse you of being racist. But that's almost they don't, that that might be that a concern even, now. That doesn't even count. Right. For real, for real. Yeah. So please do me a big favor. Let me know what the plight of the white of the man. white man is. The plight. What's, different, what different, is, different what, from any other. Thank you. From any other group yeah. you can think of. Please tell me, because I'm I'm really truly trying to understand this. Mm. Please. Tell me why I should feel like you're victimized, Sam. And by the way, Sam, you better choose a side. Because <laughs> when the race war happens, Jack, I'm I'm <laughs> going to be the first one to put a bullet right through that giant afro. Well, then I'll pick your side. You, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, you, you know, I'm going to tell you when it comes down to it, if it is that war, yeah. you are black. I know. All right. just, they used to, in apartheid, they used to stick a pencil in your hair. And if it, and didn't, if it could stand up. Yeah, if it, it wouldn't come out of your hair, then you're black. Jesus. And by that definition, I'm very black. I'm black too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Really? There's a lot of navy headed white guys. Nah, in but here, your hair, your, your hair's more, nah, more like Mike Ronald McDonald's hair. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your hair's more like Gallagher. Or, yeah, it's Gallagher, Gallagher too. <laughs> or somebody that woke up out of a coma. Shaka Khan. Yeah, you're, you're a white guy, Danny. You're, yeah. You're, yeah, you're definitely a white guy. Sam, yeah. make a choice. Put a pencil. Look, make a choice. That's a Sharpie. It's not <laughs> even a pencil. Hold on. Here goes somebody with the plight. Hold on. Here's somebody here. Eric? Hello? Eric, please tell me. I'm serious, man. The plight of the white man. I'm I'm dead up, man. Dude, you will never know what it's like to be white. You know how much sunblock <laughs> I have to put on on a daily basis? Sunblock. You know Fair what? Enough. Melanoma. Melanoma. Is... <laughs> Skin cancer. Mel- but boy, is, I should have been specific. Social pressure. <laughs> but that is that is that the is... one thing God did curse you with is tumors. Is no pigment. Skin tumors. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the plight of the white guy. <laughs> you know what? That's very fair. All right, all right. You know what? That's very fair. I will. That is something where. But that's still. I don't know if that's enough to make you. Like, think about being not white is the fact that you may get melanoma. No. Because sickle cell anemia doesn't make me want to not, not be, be black. black. You know what I mean? Not that, and, and black people could get melanoma. It's not. Light, very, very light. It's not, it's not often, but let me see. Uh, Rich. Rich? Yo, Patrice. What's up, man? Hey, look, I'm glad you're hosting. I appreciate you as a comic. But the real plight of the white man are racist, white-hating N-words like you. It's the fact. Wow. The reason It's the reason that we have to deal with. It's this nonsense that we have to deal with every day. All right, Rich. Now, don't get it. Don't get in. Wait a minute. Don't get into battle mode. Let's let's talk about this. All right. All right. All right. Now, don't get into battle mode. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. In... Do you th- if you was black, would you think that the 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 complaining white race hating black people had a point? Just to kind of, and it's not you. Like, see, see, this is why I want to inform my white friends. It's not 
it's not you, Rich. It's not uh, uh, your skin. It's not. I don't look at you like Rich is not the oppressor. Yeah, you're not that's, the oppressor, dude. The I'm not saying you're the oppressor. I'm saying and I understand that, and I, and I don't hate you as a black man. So, so just, to be, just to be clear, I don't hate you. So it's a color thing, is what you're saying, right? Well, what I'm saying is, is that the guilt that is constantly applied mm. because of racism. You, you're racist, and and look, I will not, I will not deny hmm. that to a certain extent, I have racism, I have prejudice, I prejudge. Now, is that cause of black people? Is that cause of, of is that cause of black people? You think? Is that? Ha, I think is it's that, is that... Of everybody. No, 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 no. No, I don't blame black people for being prejudiced. I think that's life experience. If I saw some uh, uh, raggedy-looking homeless guy, I would be concerned just as I would be for when I see a black person. It's it's, it's prejudice. It's prejudging based on life experience. That's not a black man's. Uh, I don't blame black people for that. What I do say is that black people. Uh, uh, when when you put yourself in the group uh, that that wait a minute, though, hold uh, up, though. You know that this country puts us in these groups, though. You realize that? You realize? Well, you I realize our president? You realize our president, right? The the president elect, not quite mm-hmm. the president yet. You realize yeah, that this country is so racist and racial that sure. that we will just black people will embrace anybody black as black and white people will look at anybody that's not white as right. black but Absolutely he is, true. he's first he's first generation african and white but the fact that this country is what it is puts him in a position to have to be black I don't see. I don't want to. My father's from Barbados, so my mother says. <laughs> uh, and but I have to take black, just like right now, dude. What, what do you do for a living? You don't sound like you know. You don't I'm sound. I'm a truck driver. You're a, hey, you, you're a hardworking white boy, right? But absolutely, you t- I've owned businesses and I decided to get into trucking because it's less stressful. All right. Now, ultimately, you think white, but you're not really white, like. Like I can't. Here's a crazy thing. I don't really know. I don't really know how. What's the statistics on how many people actually own plantations in the country? It had to be five plantations. Well, I'm, I'm a full-blooded. I'm a full-blooded Italian. Okay. Most, how can you my, feel white? All of my grandparents are from Italy, and that is exactly the point. You would not look at me as an Italian Im- immigrant or. or First generation, second generation. Oh, he's, yes, I will. he's saying, he's saying that he, his white. his plight is that he's grouped together with racists just because exactly. of the color of his skin. That's but what he's saying. But, exactly. but isn't that a isn't that a country isn't that a country problem and not? It's an individual problem. No, it's you. It's you and the and people that think like you. And look, I'm not trying to. And when I say you, I'm not being uh, derogatory. I'm saying that as yeah, a, a, as a group. Go ahead, man. I'm just saying as a, I'm just saying as a group. We all, and we're all placed in these groups. Uh, uh, you look at me as a white guy. But you embrace that, though. And a slave owner. I, I'm basically grouped in with those. I don't group well, with slave owners. You know what, Patrice? His, all right, thank, thanks, Rich. His was, his was interesting. Okay. Uh, like, you, you have a lot of people, white people that came as immigrants, right? And they come to this country, and they say, well, I, my, my um, ancestors didn't own slaves. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they 
they became immigrants, came to this country in the first place, was because this country had opportunities. Mm-hmm. But the opportunities were, were the, the reason why this country has the money that it has is because of 300 years of slavery, free labor that able that enabled America to become a rich nation that is, it is. And so is, they they embark on, no, upon the. Here's what here's what I know of white people that I know. They don't care. Sure. This is what is the tough thing about this country is none of us really. And and this goes back to the the thing I was talking about, about the games. Mm. How there's this. There is no history in this country for us to really know what's going on. Like this guy is an Italian. Now, he claims that. We look at him a certain way, but you, he, by he his reap, attitude, he reaps the benefits of it. Not that he reaps the benefits, he takes the side of the color that this country makes him on. So, should he actively work against racism because of he it? He should say, I'm Italian. Mm. Here's my thing as an Italian. He can't, he's, look, you can't re- take the you can't take the side of and then, the color and then expect not to get of the, the two colors yeah. that are eternal enemies in this country. Right. I have to take black, but right. I can be specific. Right. But if the cops do something to me, you know, I can't go to the half Bayesian coalition of America. <laughs> I have to go to somebody black that got a little power because it's the skin color thing. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, we're the only two sides that pick a color. Now, whose responsibility is it for us to stop that? You understand? 877-212-6263. I'm trying to find out the plight of the white man, and I'm dead serious. The plight of the white man. And try to make me care. Don't try to make me. (laughs) Don't don't get mad at me. Have real dialogue. Real serious, man. I'm trying to understand what your problem is. Being white. Please. Jason in Virginia. Jason. Hey, Patrice. Yes, sir. Hey, I gotta tell you, you're one of my favorite all-time comics. You're incredible, and I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. In my opinion, I think the white man's plot kind of goes along with the fact that uh, I think most of us feel like we're just losing, losing something. You know, like like the Boston Celtics, they were you know champions for all those years, and and we see like it almost feels like maybe we're losing something to other minorities, and then you know you get things like affirmative action and stuff like that. It just feels like everything's against us. Maybe I don't know. You know what? You know what, Jason? It makes a lot of sense, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I feel about that. Here's what white people are are losing. You're losing. This is why my thing is utopian. Me, 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 and Dante talk about this a lot. Uh, Thanks for calling, dude. You, you like it. What it is is what it is. Right. Like what you get, you don't care. The black president is the black president, and. It has. It, if that don't happen, then you can't do the next thing. Right. My thing is, I want a heart change, heart change from everybody. But I'm not gonna be the first one to do it. I ain't taking a heart change <laughs> high road, Jack, because there's been a lot of people. The beat down lotto. This, it, exactly. <laughs> there's been a lot of people in this world that said turn the other cheek. But ultimately, that's been our thing. But black people have forgiven for years. We've forgiven. The fact that I'm not hijacking something and flying planes into things and buses blowing, the fact that I'm not an insurgent, you've got to be happy about that. My, my complaining, my complaining should be nothing.
But I think white people, and, and again, I have to, I have to generalize because I can't go Stan and Jim and Bob. <laughs> white people have never had to deal with not being overtly racist. Right now, it's not the right thing to be racist. This is why Obama being president to me is wonderful in terms of seeing it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, I think in 1940, that it would have been the same amount of people that would have voted for a black president if it was able to be. And I'm going to tell you why. I think it's been the same amount of good people who are against oppression always, forever. The amount of people who are, who are, who are, are against injustice have been the same amount forever. But, but wait a minute, but. Back then, being racist in 1920, was not, 1860, that was, was the right vogue. thing. It was involved. So if right. you was against racism in 1860, that was a big deal. That was something where you go, you know what? I know. See, white people who have who who suffered this at the same time black people did are misrepresented in this country because right now it's the wrong thing to be racist. Mm. So being right. There's no consequence to being right. It's just we, that's the we, thing we to talked do. about. This is like it's easy to be gay now. It's easy to be out the. Closet. It wasn't be easy to be gay when they was bashing dudes at the Stonewall. A gay guy in 1925 was a soldier. A soldier. A out gay, gay guy out. in 2008. You kind of go. Ah, I don't. Yeah, really. <laughs> You're going through something. You want to be married? In 1925, they was going to smash you in your face. Yeah. yeah. We in New York City, everybody's skipping around. <laughs> you go to the village, dude, it's skipping. <laughs> Nobody's walking. No one's walking in the village. <laughs> and if you don't skip, you got to go. You saw in San Francisco, they was the gay people were chasing people out of neighborhoods. Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine that? Straight bashing. So ultimately, what I'm saying is, dude. My thing, why I have this suspicious thing, and I can't let it go, whatever it is, is that I'm not sure how good you are. (laughs) Because you're not allowed to be racist no more. Not according to me, according to society. So you're saying you respect... Uh, 1960 abolitionists because it was hard well, not to 1960 not. Well, abolition, uh, well, but yeah, fair enough. I, uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, it was well, hard it, to be not racist. It was anybody who. It's st- easy to not be racist Dude, right it's now. It's easy to do the right thing because the right thing is right, and and it, it was used to be wrong. That's all I'm saying to you. So you understand where I'm coming from, please. Can I take one more uh, stump, Brian? Yeah. All right. Hold on, Mike. Long Island. Mike, Mike, man, what up? Hey, what's going on, Patrice? Big fan. I loved you at the virus tour. Thank you. Uh, big fan of the show, man. Um, listen, for years, I grew up in Deer Park on Long Island, right next door to Wine Dance, and I had a ton of black friends, a ton of Puerto Rican friends. I'm a white guy, right? All right. And um, for a long you time... You sound like you got called... a little swagger, too, to you, like a, a little black swagger <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They called me white boy in a derogatory sense. Anytime I was in a neighborhood or in, in a in a setting like at the at the basketball court or, or wherever right. or a handball when I, when I shouldn't be, they they felt I shouldn't be there. So, okay. 
how would you feel if I walked up to you and I was like, hey, black boy, and boy being a derogatory statement uh, term for, for slavery, you know what I mean? You would take that as offense automatically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's true because, it, again, what it, that's the reason I can say cracker today and I can't <laughs> say something else. That's why that there's no such thing as the C word. But there's such thing as the N word and the other N word and the B word and the G word and this that is because we're looking at uh, white people in this country as the better, you know what I mean? The oppressor. The oppressor as the better. That's but 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 I understand what you're saying. So let me ask you this: What would you like? What would you like to see? I think a lot of white people would love to love us. And us you know, you're love. Right. I really like to be called Mike. And I call you Patrice, and that's Fair it. Fair enough. So wait a minute. I mean, wait a minute. There's, go ahead, nothing, go ahead. there's nothing in life. There is nothing in life worse than somebody who takes your respect from you just by using words, man. Especially when you're a man and you do the right thing in, in this world today. Wait a minute. So you're right. saying? Wait a minute. You're saying that you were hurt by white boy, like almost subjugated by dudes calling you white boy. Which, by the way, anybody, any white boy around my way growing up that we white call boy. white boy. Was our friend? Yeah, wasn't derogatory. Yeah, let, let, me, let me put it in the, in the context. You know, look at this fucking white boy. What the fuck you doing here? Oh, oh wait a minute. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Though. Yeah, you had to. How many dumps was that? <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you can't play ball or whatever. Meanwhile, I got a three point shot. You know what I mean? I'm just as fast. You better have a three point shot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be in that paint. Well, you got to get out of here, white boy. <laughs> Hey, look, man, uh, keep, keep the calls coming. 877-212-6263 if you got a cell phone. 877-212-0-N-Day if you ain't got a job. Uh, We're going to take a break, man. This is on a Excuse me. Opie here, Anthony there. Patrice O'Neill doing our show. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a good show. Uh, But you're not going to get paid, Patrice. Sorry. I don't know. Not a not a nice thing yet. Not a nice thing. I thought Anthony was the racist. Like Opie's been a real bum on these things. And what do they do? They take these at some point today and yesterday, and just this is how he really feels. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I get up at five. Do you understand what a chore that is to get up at five fifteen? I think we know. <laughs> yeah, but white people do that anyway. Y'all work hard and get pretty up sure, at five yeah. o'clock. Getting up at, getting up at three thirty in the morning for the last uh, three years. I'm pretty sure. So when there's a white guy who's a loser, what is his excuse? <laughs> I see a lot of really mediocre white guys in this room. What is your excuse? And I think that might tie into the anger of That's it. Like, point. can I have an excuse to stink? <laughs> you, you said that the racism is not over until a mediocre black that, guy dude, can rise to greatness. That's what I want for everybody. Mediocrity. <laughs> Every black president can't be... God. Jesus, like, <laughs> he can't be African, white, Spanish, with an Islamic name, black Mag- wife. Magna cum laude, you, Harvard. 4.9 grade point. <laughs> you can't, I want an average C student, <laughs> black Black-y. guy, to be able to run for president. Yeah. Yeah. Is it possible? Yeah. I want, this is what I want, Medi- me- black mediocrity. 
to rise to, to greatness. To rise to be able to do great things. <laughs> you can't think of one black mediocre dude. And listen, I, I, I already hear you saying <laughs> I already hear it. Watch your mouth. But let's be honest. <laughs> Don't try to mess with my self-esteem, Jack. But let's be honest. Like a dude where you go, eh. Whatever. Black dude that's doing. Yeah, now, like I said, president. black mayors, there are. I, I just want enough black people around so that I don't have to go. I don't have to defend anything black just because it's black. That's fair Is enough. Is that fair? That's fair. I'm enough. just saying. Black mayor, it's been enough bad black mayors for me to go, eh, Yeah. Eh, sharp James. <laughs> Who's the pimp? Marion Marion Barry. Marion Barry's a junkie. He's the original <laughs> bad black man. Some people will questionably, qu questionably say Dinkins, which is, I mean, that's questionable, and that's that's your opinion. But I'm talking about just straight up did some just wrong, whack stuff. Uh, Kwame Fitzpatrick, of course, was a um, questionable pimp, um, cheating, <laughs> stealing money from the government. Wait, 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 wait. Cory Booker oh, is gee, so is magnanimous, he's getting a reality show. Really? This is the guy in the new Newark yeah, mayor. Newark mayor, Corey Young, Blair, good looking. And yeah. they're following him around and really? doing a reality show on him. He was he was slated to be the if it, if Obama didn't get in, Cory Booker was slated to be the next presidential black. Dude. Yeah, and Corey, him and the other kid, uh, Henry Ford, Howard Ford. Yeah, Ford. Ford. Yeah. Last, I don't know if it's Henry or Howard Ford. Lights can do Republican dude. Light skinned Republican dude, gray eyes. He yeah. looks like an Obama <laughs> stunt Good looking, double. some beautiful dude. Beautiful. Yeah, he could. Light be. And that's another thing. I want an ugly black president. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want our president to have to be gorgeous. Somebody look like Nipsey Barack Russell. Barack Obama's gorgeous. <laughs> Nipsey Russell face. I want Nipsey Russell to be a president. I want a crispy. A uh, black dude with something in the corner of his mouth that he has to keep wiping. <laughs> if you vote him president, then I'll, I might think racism stop. Sam Cassell, president. They will, they'll never vote. Never. I'm not voting Sam Cassell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not voting Sam Cassell president. I'll be the first in the look. I'm going to look at Sam Cassell. Funny eye. Uh, give him a speech. <laughs> Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. 877-212-6263 uh, if you got a job. 877-212-O-A-N-D-A. if you're at home still chilling. Uh, White plight. White plight. We're talking about, it, it, is there actually the plight of the white man? Because I got, a, again, I got an email that on my MySpace that said, I'm going to be, you're I'm taking you off my top eight, Patrice, because you're a, a, a racist and blah, blah, blah. He was like me and now he doesn't. And he's like, look. Put yourself in the position of a white man. Mm. And I've tried to think, really, because that's a fair question. Right. And I'm like, what? What is? What do you have to go through? And again, I don't want to hear that my, my daughter's dumb, that my kids uh, uh, barely can read, my mother has a goiter, my, they're taking taxes. I don't want to hear stuff. Plight exclusive. Exclusive. For the white plight. To Pecker Woods. I mean, to, <laughs> to, can I say that? Yeah. Stump brain? Yeah, sure. Oh, I can say any abusive white thing I want. <laughs> Almost. Wow. What's the, what's the white thing I can't say? White Emma Effa? Yeah, you I can't mean, say but that. But I'm saying, is it yeah, any, but it's the Emma Effa that you can't. Is there any white slur that I cannot say? I guess redneck? we're going to find you. can say redneck. Really? Wow. Yeah, Jeff Foxworthy made that okay. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. 
Can you say moon cricket? <laughs> That's what they call us. I have never heard moon cricket. Oh, yeah, I learned that in Boston. I said, look, it, N-word is getting old. What's the new one? Somebody said moon cricket. I said, damn. <laughs> That's one you say at a party. <laughs> That's one that even if you're around a lot of white people, you got to look around six times like, uh, <laughs> and I don't even, I don't even, porch monkey. Can you say porch monkey? Ooh, that's drawing, that's close. Porch, porch monkey is even understandable where it could yeah, come from, which is, right. you know, all the porches. I see some In old slave pictures, yeah. and you're just sitting around looking like they call you monkey, and they're sitting there. I can understand that right. and a lot right. of things like that. Um... Uh, but there is absolutely, really, honestly, there's no racial slur that is barred from black people saying about white people. And I think that's unfair because that almost gives you a sense of superiority. That is, that's the set, that's the plight of white people. That's one of the things you can put on your list as the plight that of I can call them something that doesn't matter? <laughs> yes. When I say that, the end, this is what I mean about the country having issues and making issues that have nothing to do with us. Because the average dude, really, the average black dude that thinks is not bothered by the N-word. And if we had a decision, we'd go, I don't care, man. You say what you feel like saying, because I'm going to say everything I want to say, because I'm awful. You better be lucky I ain't white, because I am a racist. <laughs> God, I'm awful. <clears throat> oh, I look, if you can see me right now, you just I know faces that can look at people and go, ugh. I go, ugh, the best you've ever seen in your life. Oof. Anyway, we're talking about the plight of the white man. Uh, Pete from the Bronx. Pete? Hey, morning, guys. How are you, sir? Hey, Pete, listen, Pete try, the... try, being a, try being a Jew. I mean, I got people still blaming me for killing God. Hey, look, you know? this, is my, this is very interesting about uh, black people and the Jews, man. I, I'm really obsessed with comparing your plight to our plight. <laughs> I really am, and it, I, I, he, all my buddies from yeah. Go ahead. And let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, sir. Yeah. Um, and you stop me when I'm wrong. I, you, you, Jews moved on pretty well. This is what I'm looking at because <laughs> Jews, you moved on pretty well. And some also, Jews, and, and some all, Jews, not not the stupid poor Jews like me, but some Jews moved. No, on. you've moved on from your two plights that you. I think you have one more plight above us. Because I, yeah. I count slavery as a continuing epic that never stops. Well, you know, at least in your work camps, they let you work. In ours, they killed us. I, I, but, okay, yeah. don't get me wrong now. Now, if I say something wrong, it ain't because I'm trying to be anti-Semite. But, <laughs> but from 1619 to 1865, a lot of stuff was going on, okay? Yeah, I, I would say in that particular time, let's say just the Holocaust, that... At least it was quick, and like in the in the span of five years, it was quick. And the thing about the Holocaust, one, it's still a crime to be a, a Nazi. Right. Still a crime. It was vilified, you know, the Geneva Convention and all that. You had an actual villain. That's the, like if this was a James Bond movie and you said, I'm going to write a James Bond movie based on the Holocaust, Everything is in place. You have the bad guy. You have his henchmen. You have the, the 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 hero. You have the villains. Everything is. So when I mean that you moved on as a Jew, you are able to move on because you don't have to look at every German like he's a Nazi. It's very yeah, specific. But, you know, I mean, the, the problem with slavery with black people is that if your kids are born, your kids are slaves. That 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 was really the, the worst part of slavery. You should say, okay, you're a slave. 
But your kids, they're free. The well, let, well let's, go back, a, let's go back to your Brenner days then. And well, when, when the Jews were building the pyramids, the kids were born, they were free. They were actually walking around the town. Oh, wait, it was, oh, it was only one generation slavery during the, during the Exodus? It was a whole different thing. And also, they took care of them. Like, slaves were actually, you know, part of society. So it wasn't like, you know, when the Jews were building the pyramids, it was different. You know, white people kind of learned from that. They learned how to really do, do slavery big time. Holy with, uh, with mother of G! Are you saying that the... That they that that this country said here's the mistakes that Yul Brenner made, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're going to fix think, it this time. Yeah, I think these scumbags really perfected it. You know, they said, listen, we're going to get these guys over here, and we're going to build an industry. We're going to we're going to get all the cotton. Bring that's listen. That's why the whole North said, whoa, 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 whoa. They didn't want to stop slavery because they had a moral problem. They weren't making any money off of it. Right. This is delicious. Yeah, and, and I'm glad a Jew's saying it because now it they can it, just doubly hate you. It makes true. I don't know how you. But here's your here's your situation. Jews stereotype is that they run the world. That's your stereotype. Is that you 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 have connived and, and found a way to rule planet Earth under under some evil scheme, and so ultimately as a people. You were able to move on. Like, I, that's what I think is I'm trying to figure out a way to move on. And please, if you say to me, anybody, just love, it starts with you, man. It starts with your heart. Will mm. you shut up? Mm. Please with that. It starts with I, I'm a cup is half empty guy. So please, I, I I want to go, look, man, and, and look, it doesn't wear me out. It just is the you fact it, you do it easily. That, that, like I say, the OJ verdict. When the fact that you see everybody cheering and everybody sad will tell you that that's not some taught thing. It's not about. I didn't him. text every yeah. black person to say cheer when he got away, and I didn't text everybody. See, the the the, the I, this is interesting because I, I my thing is I always looked at the Jews uh, uh, during the Moses time. They could be finished because they were freed by God. Right. You know, you you know, you Brenner wanted to kill him. Hey, hold up! Thanks for calling, Pete. You you Brenner wanted to call him, like like to to kill him, and he went out to kill him. You saw the movie. Yeah, I, I, know, I, saw all, I know all my Bible the chariots. Stuff. <laughs> I from, know all my Bible stuff from MGM. <laughs> White Moses come in, and and he was the whole story. Right. Uh, uh, the Pharaoh yeah. made sure all the firstborn because it was a prophecy. Passover. Firstborn yeah. of this and. That and then you lamb's know, blood on the wall, and, and, all that. you know. But and it's still you still got uh, all these holidays based on that. You have a system of living based on that. Meaning the Ten Commandments are all really kind of that's our system of living. That's everybody's system of living is the Ten Commandments. Really, yeah. you kind of base if you're basically good. Yeah. That's how you're trying you to follow live. some of the at least the, the, you know, thou the shall important not kill. It'd be steal. nice. You know, a lot of dudes, you know, Travis, thou should not cover thy neighbor's wife. That's not working out for me. <laughs> I'm playing with you, Travis. So, uh, but they, the Jews were able to move on because there was a national, like what we talk about, the de-dixification of, of Germany. Like okay. they removed the swastikas, the eagles, everything. It became nationally, it became not okay to be a Nazi. Right. 
And that's, know, that's why they're able to live. I don't know. Hey, hey Stump Brain, is, is slavery, are you, what are you doing, playing Sudoku? No. Keeping track. I'm posting this on onaradio.com. Okay. Is, is the, was slavery ever uh, said to be a criminal act or, or a crime against humanity, slavery in America? Find that out for me. Well, I'm sure it is. Todd, Todd in New York. How you doing, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm going all right. I'm trying to figure out the uh, plight of the white man. I'm I'm dead serious, man, because I want to I want to end this. I want to end it. Yeah, you and me both, man. I think there's a lot of people that do. But what do you want to end? I want to end all of that. I don't, why, what's the point in racism, man? I'm a 22 year old white male. All right. And what's what's the? I don't. I mean, the average white guy has to work just like anybody else. We know that. The I know. See, I know that. I know that. That's see. That's the thing. I, you got to understand, black people are not on that. That's not our platform, man. Our platform is not that you don't work hard and that you ain't trying to take care of your family and things like that. Our platform is something that the country did to our psyche that doesn't enable us to really, truly love your skin color. That's, I'm, that's what it is. That's all it is. It's like we're trying to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? I understand you're a hard-working dude, but it doesn't matter, really, because you feel upset, and you're just an average-working, 22-year-old white guy, but you're applying my feelings to you, which tells you something. You should just go, ah, nah, it ain't me, and I feel what you're feeling, black man, but it ain't me. But you, in, it, 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 it gets to you. You're a young 22-year-old, and it gets to you. Something's going on right. out there. Because it doesn't affect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at a, I look at a, a black man, and I, I'm just like, it's another black man. There's nothing wrong with this guy. He's possibly doing the same things I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe it's not you. everybody in the country really, they don't care about it. Right. You but, know what I mean? There are people that do. You got, you know, the Klan. You've got, you know, white supremacists. Ah, so what do I do? Like what that. do I do about them? I, I just kind of do the whole turn the other cheek, kind of look the other way, kind of love them kind of thing. Because that's what we always kind of did is we, <laughs> we, we took a nice brick to the side of the head while we're trying to be mm. peaceful. And it's no, always kind of been man. that way. But I'm feeling yeah, you. Well, Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Um. I, I have the answer to your question. What's that? Technically, slavery was illegal when the 13th Amendment was adopted in 1865, so it has been illegal in America. It's illegal to do. Yes. But also, it's the Holocaust is illegal, but it's also the, the act of the Holocaust itself was a criminal act. I think if the country, I'm trying to think of some ways we can get over it. I think if the country actually said that slavery was a criminal act, um, I don't know it's going to mean nothing, but I think as a if, if it's some type of trial, the country committed a crime. It's only going to be five people How do you that actually are going. To, you can't convict the you convict a uh, uh, an idea. Well, there was a for, like I said the other day, there was a formal presentation in the Congress this past summer where America apologized, saying yes, what we did was wrong. Do you know how arrogant that is? Well, any white guy can get up and apologize for slavery. Congress is not a totally white institution. I don't know if you check Congress, it. Go, Congress is... Sh, 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 stop, Stump Brain. Congress is white. Just stop. Just uh, stop. Just Senator stop. Obama just, just came out of... Just because there's some, some blackness somewhere don't mean it's not... We're talking institutional 
situations here. Right. I'm saying that the Holocaust in itself was a crime, right? Yeah. So they didn't scoop up everybody, but anybody that they thought was affiliated with it to this day is a criminal. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be hard to do that, but I'm saying at least where historically black people can go, okay, these people, let's say you put on trial anybody that owned land at that time, plantation, or say, listen, the the 40 acres and a mule thing. Once, Once you do that, it becomes financial. And then through our legal system now, then people can start to make a movement towards reparations. What? What? Because, see, reparations will never really make us happy. Because, you know, let's be honest. Dudes get their reparation money. <laughs> let's be honest. You know, Lap dancers and some new now uh, Col- pomade. Colt 45. Let's be honest. <laughs> that ain't going to change. We're going to be in deep trouble. If we get reparation money... <laughs> If we get reparation, we ain't ready for reparation money. Because if we get reparation money and still talk slavery and still talk racism and still talk racial, they'll just say, "All right, slavery's back." <laughs> What's the point? Because <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put you up there again, and so we can give you another reparation in five years. Because there's nothing else we can do. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, then we're gonna go to Pat. Pat and Howard Beach, how are you, sir? What's up, Patrice? How you doing? I'm good, sir. So, uh, I'm, I'm Howard Beach, probably the most racist part of New York, okay. if you didn't know that already. Okay. Um, I would have to definitely say that our plight is having to deal with Al Sharpton. We can, we can watch the news and... Specifically or everybody, specifically Al Sharpton or people like Al Sharpton? People like Al Sharpton, but specifically Al Sharpton himself. I think not only has he made more people racist, but he's... He's he's just set people back. <laughs> I can't, I, you know, everybody, the white people conversations when no black people around is all about Al Sharpton. <laughs> See, I don't I think, think anybody loves Al Sharpton. I think, I th- thank you for your call, man, thanks. I, I think um, high-thinking people are also a big problem in terms of this racial thing, meaning the Bill O'Reilly's of the world, who you can't prove is racist. That's another thing. Can't prove it no more. Right. It's like something you kind of got to feel. Mm. But, like, Al Sharpton, uh, Bill O'Reilly, uh, Sean Hannity, uh, Sean. You know, uh, uh, I, I know the dudes. I'm gonna call him Sean. You know, uh, <laughs> Sean. It's, it's that most people are dumb. I mean, most people are only smart enough to listen, but not communicate. So when you got somebody that you feel is communicating on your behalf, you just let them communicate. It's a multiple choice. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately, Al Sharpton is really one of the best communicators out there. Because, see, Farrakhan is, to me, the best communicator. But he's what he is. Mm. He's just what he is. He's like, I don't even know how to explain it. But, see, Al is in the game. Mm. Farrakhan's not in the game. Farrakhan is, is, I, I think he's trying to really enlighten everybody on some other stuff. Mm. And But Al is in that game. And I think the fact that Al is in that game, he uses the fact that there's a lot of black people who just love any black man who could communicate the black plight. Like, and I don't, look, I, my thing is, I just want to see things like, like let's, you know, the, the, the Michael Vick thing? I don't want to defend criminals. I'm a dog lover. But when white people accuse any black, I'm telling you how white black people react. When when white people go after a black dude, and it seems like they're going after a black dude, 
Black it's people a, are. It's a knee jerk reaction. It's just black people are compelled to defend to defend a dog drowner. <laughs> you know what I mean? But white people are never compelled to defend Gary Ridgeway for chopping up twenty thousand hookers. You know what I'm saying? For, for or 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 or, or uh, what's the dude? Uh, the BTK guy for. Yeah. Tying up families and killing white because they don't feel a connection to him, that's and they I'm don't saying. feel as though they have. But to why have do a they feel a connection to black people generalizing their skin color? Because but they don't it, feel a connection to. I mean, quite frankly, look at Stunt Brain. We should be horrified of him. <laughs> Stunt Brain looked like he got people tied up in his house. <laughs> he definitely looks like a Middle East. He fits the profile of of somebody that murdered some people. Mm. Couple of hookers dead around him, but I'm not afraid of the dude. Yeah. Why is that not the case? But I'm not saying this to say it should be the case. I'm saying that this is, is how we're thinking, is. man. You know? All right. Look, eight seven seven two one two six two six three. We're gonna be back with O and A. Uh, this is Patrice O'Neill and Dante Nero. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, uh, you're listening to Patrice O'Neill as he fills in for the Vacationing Opie and Anthony show. Not really vacationing, but we're just not here. Uh, try to call up and get a word in edgewise. Good luck to you. Good luck. <laughs> I've been letting people talk. I've been very good, man. This is about your history, though. This, this is, is really. I've been. I, I am a. I am a victim of my own. My own past. I'm trying, man. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh, Angelo. We blacks emulate Italians. Your screen of that. Your screen takes a portion. He takes a portion of what you tell him and probably puts that on your board. But that's all right. He's, he's doing his job. Hey, what it hey, is is Angela, earlier. Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. You say blacks try to emulate Italians. I, and look, don't, it, it might be true. Partially, at least. Partially true. We 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 do respect. Here's what we do respect about, uh, which I always think black people need a criminal organization. We really do need a respected, well-run and well-run, well-scared, and 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 people all the way to the top, because it is questionable that the mafia, the mafia killed JFK, had something to do with it. Mm. That is high-level gangster. You think? That's high-level gangster. Yeah. So ultimately, look, being like a, a, a it, it, it's not a bad thing to feel like you want to be like a mafia, because the mafia is a criminal Powerful. organization that actually. Like scared everybody, but no one was scared of him. See, black fear is more like, oh God, honey, grab your purse, and he's gonna, he's gonna uh. kidnap me, tie me up, and then do something to you. It's kind of like, eh. But, but petty mafia mm. was specific. You only killed each other. It was, it was a beautiful thing. So I, I mean, if that's where you're going, I'm. A well, where I'm going is what urged me to call was your partner for the day. I, I, I apologize for not knowing the name. Oh, Dante. Sorry. Dante Nero. Sorry, right, Dante. Earlier, uh, the Italian American caller, you did throw in a little comment about how they were able to, even though they were immigrants, didn't have slaves, so they don't trace the same history as other whites. You said that they did take advantage of the color of their skin. Where I was calling to say, okay. when we were when we were coming off the boat. And we were coming in, and we were on lines treated like cattle, and having the names chopped up, and being told you're just going to have living 
tight living quarters, which are the equivalent of today's projects, I would believe that they decided let's form our own little organization to get respect in this country. Yes. You know, the organization absolutely. that you're referring to. Yes, let's sir. form our own little organization. Wait a minute. You can't actually say it? I thought it was over. I used, you, you still can't really say it? They just found bodies in 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 uh Are you serious? in Long Island. Are they making a comeback? Well, let uh, me let me say this assumed thing we call the mafia. I heard about it. <laughs> I don't know if it exists. I'm not and, sure. And let me just let me just go back. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead, Angelo. No, no, I'm saying and where that led to the emulating Italian things was me saying to the screener how even today's hip hop artists Mm-hmm. You hear the names of yes. Junior Mafia. You hear the names of Capone, Capone of this yeah. Irv, Irv Gotti. Like what I so said, I dude. Say, we, even, we, you, could even, you could even trace bling bling back to the guidos of the 80s with baggy jeans and, and of course, hanging out of their turtleneck. It just, they tweaked Tachini. it a little bit. And well, they made it look maybe, a little more Maybe bada bing. I mean, yeah, I well, wouldn't take that credit away from you if you want it. But what I think is that the that the mob... There's just that idea that you could control your own destiny through crime if you needed to. I don't know. I, I, I really think we do respect that whole. That's why black people love. Thanks for the call, Angel. That's why black no people. I got to go. I'm being pulled over by a black cop. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what I'm saying about Scarface, dude. Black people love Scarface. But I, that's what I'm telling you, Stump Brain. Scarface is just, it's a story of a guy that just. Shot his way to the shot his way to the shot top. his way to the top. <laughs> came across on a boat. Came 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 <laughs> from Cuba. Uh, uh, went to a. Th- th- here's a story in a nutshell. Came from Cuba. Went to a, a detention camp. Right. A, a a rich drug dealer paid him to kill some dude that communist that nope that jerked over his brother mm. earlier. Stabbed him. Rabenga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever he said at that, I don't know that part. He went to work in a dirty diner. The same guy had a better job for him where he goes, you know, what about the Colombians? And he's like, why are you in? I don't like Colombians, man. He shot his way there. His boy got his hand cut off. Chi-Chi get the yayo. Uh, uh, back he goes. Give me the. I got the. I got the money. You got, you got the money. The stuff. You got the yayo. Yeah, I got the yayo. Yeah, bring stuff. it. In. Bring Close it to by. me. F you. So <laughs> I bring it to him myself. Bring it to him. He goes, man. I'm sorry. Your friend got killed. Boom, boom, boom. Ba, ba, pow. He goes over to Colombia. Meets with Salsa. Hooks up with him. I like uh, you. You got balls. Throws your boy out the out the helicopter with you his shoe have- flying off. All I got Sh- is my balls and my word. And my word. Ba, ba, bling. <laughs> ba, ba, boom. Go home, get what to, you you stole your deal, Tony. Hey, uh, wait, what's the news? Uh, Frank, uh, Frank, the F, cop. F Casper Gomez and <laughs> F the F and Diaz brothers. F them all. I kill those cockroaches. Are you saying I stole my deal? You stole your deal. All right, you finished, boss. I am the boss. Okay, you the boss. Hey, come over to my house. Hey, what about Frank, Tony? What about Frank? Hey, Frank is finishing the business. Okay, I'm going to go eat. He goes, yo, you keep messing with me. You won't be doing anything. Okay. Hey, baby, come over here. All right, keep up the good work. All right. Oh, no, keep up the bad work. The bad work. Yes. Now, go in, try to kill him. He goes, hey, Manny, get up. We got to go see somebody. All right? Please, Tony, don't kill me, Tony. Don't kill me, Tony. Mano, cop. kill this piece of doo-doo. Yeah. Bam, boom, back over. Here's what I want to do. I want to kill a guy, 
and then go over to his girl's house <laughs> with blood on my hand, slap on the booty, and she goes, where's Frank? What do you think? Get up. And then a blimp goes by. <laughs> and so, <laughs> the world is mine. <laughs> Buy a tiger. Don't sleep with my girl because the womb's polluted. <laughs> Jerk over salsa. Fly pelican. Fly pelican fly. <laughs> Sit in the tub. Snort some coke. And then get shot on my porch by a thousand Colombians. <laughs> Every black man want to do that, man. Don't you understand that? Every black man. All right, we're going to move on from the subject. But I got to go to one black caller, man. I got to. Brother, Steve. Yo, what's up? What's up, man? What's up? Man, I finally got on. Sorry, I sorry. I took you. They, had to, they had to actually put in parentheses black. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, he called, came back on, on the line. He said, are you black? And I said, yeah. So I have okay. a parenthesis black, so I had to do that. So, sir, you said <laughs> Reverend Al shouldn't speak for all of us yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, well, well absolutely. I, you, know, I, you know, now things the way they is, I think that uh, uh, two people, uh, Reverend Al, E. Reverend Al, who I call, E. Reverend Al Sharpton, okay. uh, and Jesse Jackson, uh, I hope it's going to be quiet now for well, a while. Well, I, so, I, I don't think Al was. He stayed a little quiet. He stayed a little more quiet. Yeah, I think did. Jesse. I think Jesse cashed in his card mm. because he he cried like a baby. And I'm not saying that was bad. I just think he cashed it in. His his uh, edge has been cashed in in terms of he because he made it look like it's over too. Al stayed away because Al know. Where the no bread way. is buttered, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, yeah, Al, man. Al will hang himself before he let racism be over. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, he learned his lesson a couple times over. It's Juan Farley and uh, Am. But, uh, but with Jesse Jackson, you know, when I hear him speak, I want to I wanna call the grammar police. I, you know, I can't understand him. Well, I, right. You know, as a public speaker, he ain't working, man. He, he just ain't cutting it. Uh, so I, I, I'm really glad if, he, if he's going to be out of the picture for a while. Uh, we got we got a president elect coming in here. You know, if this is a white guy, I'd have hung up on him by now. But <laughs> go ahead, brother. I'm letting him speak. Well, How about that? Yeah, they, come white on people now. looking at me, wanting me to hang up, and I won't do it. Go ahead, bro. Do what you say. Well, please try this for size. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> he's just a crazy black dude that's calling in the morning. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, look, this is thing. Oh, let me plug Jimmy's uh, show, by the way. I uh, I can't. I will never plug as well as Jimmy does. But uh, this morning, if you're in Los Angeles at 7:20, so that what is it? It's 7:40 here. So 7:20 West Coast time. Jimmy will be on the Adam Carolla show on 97.1. If you're listening in LA, 97.1 KLSX. I guess Jimmy will be plugging his book. Mm-hmm. Uh. What is it? I, I hate your guts. I hate your guts, which is like in the top. How has Jimmy become a respected author? That almost sickens me. He hit number 13 on the bestseller. Is that good? Wow. Yeah, it's fantastic. How many other books came out, though? Several. Dennis Leary's got a book out. There's it's four be- books be- about Obama. Is it Beaten, beaten Leary? Uh, well, his just came out. So, uh, so Norton's is- been out, what, for two weeks? Yeah. And it's doing that well? Doing very well. What's ahead of him, like e- economic books? and? There's a book about a cat that was put into a dumpster at a, in a book deposit at a library and almost froze. What's that? Horton, here's a well, No, it's a about meow. Dewey. Dewey the Dewey miracle. the cat? The Dewey cat. the miracle? Yeah, like and, Dewey it's, and it's beating Norton's I Hate Your Guts? Yeah. Mm, and there's him. four Obama books on the... Uh, and that's top... They're, they're up in the top ten, yeah. All right, well, 13 out of all books is mm-hmm. not that bad. bad. That's great. 
God. Yeah. Congratulations, Norton. Jesus. That's beautiful. Anyway, he is a scholar. Norton will be on Corolla's show this morning in L.A. if you're listening. And also, wow, it's a whirlwind tour. Tonight at 11.30 p.m., Jimmy will be on the Chelsea Lately Show. That's on the E! Channel. Uh, I like Chelsea. She makes me laugh, it's funny. actually. She's yeah, funny. she is. So he'll be 11.30 p.m., and that's what, Eastern or, or what is it? Yeah, I think it shifts 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central, and then 11.30 again on the West Coast. Oh, okay, repeat. All right, yeah. so 11.30 on the East Coast. Uh, Jimmy will be on Chelsea lately on E. And tomorrow night, Friday, November 21st of 2008, Jim Norton will be performing at Caesars Palace in the August Augustus Ballroom at 7 p.m. Uh, for the Comedy Festival. Uh, tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. Again, that is Mr. Jimster Norton. Um, questionable homosexual, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But he will be there performing at Caesars Palace in the Augustus Ballroom at 7 p.m. for the comedy festival out there. Uh, tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, that is it. Um, I'll plug again, I guess, but that's Mr. Jimster. Um Speaking of questionable homosexuals, <laughs> <laughs> Segway. what's going on uh, with this eHarmony situation, dude? Uh, the eHarmony online, online dating By service. the way, sorry, hold on, let me reintroduce you. Okay. This is uh, my friend Dante Nero, my co-host for this evening, as I'm, as I'm uh, filling in for the boys. Okay. On Go ahead, Dante. On uh, online dating service, eHarmony has agreed to create a new website, com uh, Compatible Partners, for gay and lesbian users, created as a part of settlement. Why'd with you say that like, um, what? Why'd you just say that like, uh, did you hear it sound like Sulu? For Read that again. What? Users. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> compatible Partners for gay and lesbian users. Users. <laughs> oh my. Go ahead. Finish, <laughs> Finish sweetie. Uh, <laughs> created as a part of a settlement with Eric McKinley, a gay man from New Jersey, the website will provide services for users seeking same sex partners by March 31st. Really? Really? Why? But why is that? You were, you were up in arms about this uh, uh, stunt. I don't. Look. My. I don't. Listen, if there's a problem, if there is a, my thing is, I'm very, my problems are this. I have a distinct opinion about something, but it's never based on what somebody should or shouldn't be doing. It's just my opinion. Uh, my opinion about gay people and, and what they're fighting for, the platform that they're using, like, I don't care about this eHarmony thing. If you want to hook up gay people, I don't care. What difference hustle? does it really make uh -huh. to me at all? My thing is, being gay is a sexual activity. Not even activity. It's a sexual feeling. Because being gay has to do with being attracted to the same sex. Am I lying? You're right. Who's gay in here? Okay. Gay guy. <laughs> Quiet gay guy over in the corner. Is am I lying that being gay is is strictly a sexual thing, right? I mean, that's what you're. That's what that's the word. It's, it applies to you as a man or you as a woman being attracted to the same sex. That's that's what it that's is what in a gay, nutshell. That's what gay is. Yes. Right. Correct. Right, Engaging in a relationship sure. with the same sex, not just sexual activity. Not now. I'm not talking about movement. 
hip movement. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that sexual activity does not deem you just gay alone. You have to be in a relationship or want to pursue a relationship with the same whoa, sex. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 so whoa, So wait, whoa. just actual hip movement into a place... Having gay sex doesn't make you gay, you Right, doesn't make you... Uh, having a, a gay experience doesn't make you a homosexual or having a couple of gay experiences... I don't know any gay. straight guys that would agree with that's that. Just, that's what people say. I agree with you that if you're, you know, if you're doing that business, then you're a gay guy or a that's lesbian. The, isn't that the point? But that's what the, that's right, the sit down, technical sit, term. Sit down, sissy. You ask, <laughs> You ask. And no, I asked. I was curious. I was curious. That's how it starts. So, but that's all I'm. Oh, <laughs> all, I, all I wanted to make sure. It, my point is this: I, I know gay people. This Proposition Eight in California, but right. I know that gay people are fighting for certain things that I'm not against them having. My whole thing is that I don't think anything could be compared to the plight of any group who's oppressed that can't not be that tomorrow if they don't feel like his his but how do you feel about the fact that this whole e-harmony thing is brought on by the fact of a, a it was there was a legal settlement okay by this guy erica mckinley eric mckinley um he got a legal set settlement and that was the reason for them creating this whole aspect of e-harmony for 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 uh same-sex partners so basically they're forced to right right I guess if I owned a company, Stump. I guess it was my company. Right. And I didn't want to, that wasn't the place, because here's ultimately what it could do. It could interfere, I suppose, with the clientele of the original company. I right. Was, right? So so if I'm trying to hook up men and women who, and all kinds of men and women, because some, some women and some men are very traditional about that. So ultimately, if I'm on a site that may get confused with uh, a site that's hooking up homosexuals and lesbians, I'm going to move on to uh, site number two. Match or something like that. Right. I'm going to move on to something else. So ultimately, I, I don't. if I had a company, I don't want you to force me to hook up gay dudes. Be, because quite frankly, gay dudes, there's <laughs> enough places to hook up. Like Dumpsters. Could you not bathrooms. fight for everything? Oh, yes. Trust me. Fighting for everything is not going to get you what you need to have. You need to pick a platform, and the platform will be this. The health uh, uh, insurance thing, the being able to decide your loved one's situation in the hospital, to decide money issues, if you have joint accounts, to decide will, property, things like that. But... Stop forcing gay on everybody. Because nobody's forcing heterosexuality on anybody. Stop forcing me to think being gay is fantastic. Can I not be into that? You you gotta. Uh, well, I, you're right. I don't think they should be forcing it. But I, I think when I was looking at some of the stuff in the news yesterday, and that's a lot of the protests and stuff that they're doing because of Prop Eight, they uh of becoming violent. Like they they're, they're Dude, going after people. Like, I've never seen gay people as scary as the ones in whatever <laughs> area that was. What is it? Sugarloaf Farms. What, what's the area in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> the tenderloin? But, no, it's a it's like a street. It's not the tenderloin. The tenderloin is like prostitution stuff. It's a like an area like you would call the village 
it's it's the village of out there, but boy, I do not want to have those gay dudes angry <laughs> with me. Yeah. You understand? Hold I up, do. wait a minute. What am I seeing here? More more on Prop Eight and the plight of the gays. But first, some primetime gossip from Sam. Back and primetime gossip is exploding with breaking Opie and Anthony news. ONA show hosts Opie and Anthony have abandoned ship. They've decided to take an early vacation and leave everyone's favorite token black friend, Patrice O'Neill, with the reins of the show. I almost think it's a setup. I, I don't trust it. <laughs> However, what started off as a happy-go-lucky experiment has quickly become a hostile takeover. <laughs> Upon sitting down in the studio, Patrice immediately became drunk with power, threatening the staff of the ONA show. I like to thank um, sickly little Anthony and um, in love Opie for letting me do this and, and abuse his staff. So I might have to actually whip these guys into shape. <laughs> Within ten minutes, Patrice started restaffing and saying goodbye to many of the show regulars claiming that there were too many white faces around him. I'm going to fire stunt brain soon. I'm going to be a Puerto Rican. E-Rock's out of here. I'm already planning my cabinet. Patrice's reign of power is seemingly unstoppable. However, if there is any good news to come of this, at least Patrice is breaking some of those ugly black stereotypes. Yeah, there's going to be strippers and pit bull fighting in this place before you know it. How has Patrice managed to pirate the Opie and Anthony show? Will ONA get it back? And who will survive? Stay tuned as PTG keeps you informed on one of the most dangerous situations in radio history. Hi, Opie here, Anthony there. Patrice O'Neill doing our show. The very wordy Patrice O'Neill doing our show today. I want to see how they're going to fit commercials into all this <laughs> babble. Uh, uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, shut up with your with your babble. You could have just said this. You could have insult me one time at six o'clock and then had it done. That's a lot of pressure. Not one. Hey, Patrice, man, go and get him, Tiger. Yeah, that's, that's the support. That's the support black people get. Who cares? I'm always ready for the pressure. I walk down the street. That's why gay parades sicken me, cause I have a I'm a black guy parade every day. Every day I leave the house. I should be twirling something in my hand, cause I have a parade whether I want to or not. Your mother's your <laughs> You know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying? You feel me, stunt brain? You feel me? You stunt brain. Do yeah. you feel me? I feel you. God it's hard to <laughs> It's very hard to keep it real. It's hard to keep it real when you got um, police officers as friends now. Dante. Yeah. Today he got pulled over and... and Officer uh, Tomsley and Coyne let me go. First time I ever got let go let go by a black... By, as a, by white cops ever in my black truck. No, there's no way. I swear to God. Because you're kind of... You're easy. Nah, so I, got a, gotta, I got a black truck with rims and... So we actually, we actually have to thank... Uh, the New York City Police. Yes, absolutely. Uh, actually, we have to thank them, and we have to thank Opie and Anthony, because yeah. ultimately, I think you started by saying, I'm doing radio with Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. I, and then they went they, to put the cuffs on you. <laughs> and then I said, on go, the Opie and Anthony Yeah, show. but we're going to And they go, oh, oh, okay, oh, go ahead. Okay. 
Godspeed. God, Godspeed, young. You, you're one young of the good ones. <laughs> one of the they, Cosbys. And they gave you a pat on your head yeah. and, a, and a slight, a slight a fist go, bump. Go get him, Negro. <laughs> fist Not bump. even a fist bump. On the chin, go get him, buddy. Buddy, yo, kind of tap. God, it's hard to keep it real when you got a mortgage. It is hard to credit keep it real score. when your credit score is in the sevens. It's, it's really hard to keep it real when you're upset because the water pressure on your refrigerator uh, water, water spout has lessened. So you have to call a white your, repairman. Your crushed ice maker won't work. It, it's not. It's my crushed ice maker. It's not do because <laughs> I have a party. <laughs> I have a party for Thanksgiving that Opie's uh, not invited to once again. <laughs> Gotta announce his uninvitedness. You're not invited, <laughs> and not because I don't want you there. Just because you, you, you're probably doing something. I think he'll probably be on his honeymoon on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, I keep forgetting. I don't know what to, he's such a he's such a spy. I don't know what to say about him. I Covert. Know, I don't even know what color he says he is. <laughs> Think Opie's Asian. Anyway, uh, you know it's it's tough to keep it real. I want to keep it real. I tell you what, the you know back to the Prop Eight thing is that here's here's one of the things that because they're trying to blame black people for not <laughs> for not voting. voting for it. I'm trying to tell you something about black people real quick and 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 the Bible. We're horrified of Jesus. For some reason, we are horrified of what we think the Bible stands for. If you get a real, true, religious black person, uh, they're scared to deal with the black Jesus thing. Yeah. Or even, like, I, here's how much, here's how fair I am. I don't even say Jesus is black. Jesus at least Had a looks tan. like Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Is that dangerous to say? Uh, could be. That's not dangerous to say. At least, if you got an old Southern aunt, that's at least Jesus. At least looks like Amajilla Dada. Amajilla Dada. At least, if not black, if not crispy black, but he all the stuff happened over there where everybody looks like it's a lot of sun. Blam. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So I'm just saying I'm so fair that I'm not even going to be like, oh, Jesus was a black man. But Jesus, he didn't look like the lead guitarist <laughs> for Queen. <laughs> he didn't look like a wethead white boy. He did not look like he was crawling around during Woodstock with a in lighter the, in, in his the hand. mud. I'm going to tell you he don't look like that dude. I'm, I'm, he didn't look like that dude. No. And 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 this is why I guess what I'm saying, gay people, is that the reason black people didn't vote much on that is because as a people we're pretty horrified. But one thing black people don't do, two things never did growing up, and I didn't do this until I started getting into comedy and, and meeting white people. One, we don't joke about God. Right. Now, one thing, hanging out with white guys did did, did a little bit. You you open your mind up to travel, opens your mind up to religion a lot. And uh, I'm not an atheist by any means. <laughs> sort of. I'm too afraid to, to, to still, be an atheist. But I believe in something. You don't want a ticket to the hell lotto. So and I'm going to tell you what I believe your in. Bet. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you what, 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 what God is to me. God is the, the unexplainable beginning. 
It's the beginning. It's like, okay, what's before the before the before and the before? That's God. Like, I can't explain where, like, the Big Bang Theory had a something before the Big Bang Theory. All of that. I, that's why I believe in God. I just believe in there's something got to be higher power. Got to be. So one thing we don't, we don't do is we don't play around with God too much. And another thing we don't do, we don't play gay. Yeah. Black, I didn't play gay till I met white boys. Meaning little gay things like holding each other's hand or rubbing somebody's face slightly with the earlobe. Or, <laughs> like, I didn't do that. No one did. And, I, and I'm not, I look, I play gay games. I'm not even going to play around. Like, and I'm not gay, but, but white dudes will do little, we'll, call, we'll go like this. Me and Danny do it. I'll call Danny and go, all right, all right, sugar draws. And he'll go, all right, butter cakes or whatever. Black people don't do that. So gay is still a very uncomfortable issue in the black community. That's why you're not getting that much cooperation. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're not getting a lot of cooperation from from black folks on it. Um, and another reason is if is the platform that your what was that the aristocrat that had something that said gay is the, the new black the advocate the advocate yeah. gay is the new. Let me see. Where's it at? Gay is the new black. It's on that screen over there. Over there. Gay is the in big, white, giant white block letters. Gay is the new black, and and, and it says the last great civil rights means struggle. Racism. The is over. last one. <laughs> yeah. Racism. So is after over. we deal. Yeah. After we deal with the we fact good. you're going to be able to wear uh, pink socks. It's that's it. If I was another, if I was first of all, if I was black people, I'd be upset. Because that means that it's over for us, right? But if I was anybody else, I'd be upset. If I was Latino, I'd be upset. Because Latinos are the next oppressed in line. Yeah. Black, well, the Latinos can't wait for black people's oppression to be over. So they can move up the oppression ladder. <laughs> They're like, good, now it's us. But I'm not sure I'm ready to vote for President Rodrigo. <laughs> and another thing, here's, here's why Latinos and Asians are going to have a tough time moving up the slots. I'll tell you exactly why. Why? They have not yet chosen a color. They're too specific. <laughs> Do you understand? So whatever anybody calls you, like if you're Puerto Rican or if you're Mexican or you're Cuban, a lot of people don't know this because they, we group them all into the same thing. That's you right. have to be quite worldly and you have to give a damn. To know this whole Latino situation. Right. First of all, every racial group, if you didn't notice, has a white, the white part. The part that's the white people. Right. The part that they don't like. Like, Asians is Japanese. They right. don't like Jap. The average, of all the other um, Asians don't like Japanese people. Because they're like the, the, the high oppressor. Yeah. Kind of. Really? Yes. Yeah. Ask it. Call it Chinese person, look, Japanese, look, and see what you Look at any get. any uh, karate flick with Bruce Lee. It's always these Chinese dogs, and they don't. And the, the the samurai are oppressing the Chinese people. Yeah, 
kicking their sign in the air. You know that, did you, white guys? You're floating above the planet Earth. <laughs> stunt brain. Stunt brain with that. Hmm. Mm, never heard Interesting, that. Negroes. And let me tell you what stunt brain did. Stunt brain's going to go and buy Google 12 it. books on the subject. He will never not know less than a black dude about nothing. <laughs> stunt brain is going to read 10 books tomorrow about samurais. Not sure, Negroes, but I will see. <laughs> he started mm. thinking like a mm. Chinese movie. <laughs> 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 and here's the thing about Hispanics. I'm telling you, all other races, if you want to be the next oppressed as soon as we're over, as soon as we get upgraded to at least sharing the earth with white people, sharing power, because I'm very ready to be racist. And uh, ultimately, I want to be in charge of racism after this, because <laughs> white guilt has just destroyed y'all. Secretary of racism. No, president of racism. <laughs> Here's what white people can keep. You can keep out of space, <laughs> and you can keep the ocean. You can keep anywhere where I ain't going. You can keep anywhere. You can keep mountain climbing. You can keep zoos. <laughs> Like catching things that don't need to be caught, you could do that, and then you can also keep um, cr crab fishing. What about, for what about parapsychology? <laughs> Wait a minute! Then for some reason, I have to turn on the TV every day and see what a tough job it is to catch crabs. <laughs> I don't want to feel guilty when I eat, buy my trout, to be quite honest with you. I don't want to know that some guy fell in the ocean and died for my whiting or my tuna. Crab legs. Really? Deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. I love, my, my, I'm an orphan. I'm orphan because my dad died. Dipping crab legs in butter. That's a crab fest at Red Lobster. <laughs> you know People what? are dying. I'm going to do the cross across my chest. <laughs> every time I dip a, the, a crab leg in butter. The Mexican Odeos Meals cross every time <laughs> I order endless endless ribs and and yeah. bread basket <laughs> with a side of king crab legs. Who asked you to do that? Okay, ice trucker. Y'all can keep ice trucking. <laughs> Here's what white people can keep. I'm wait, in wait, charge of racism. Are we sharing? You're just giving us I'm stuff? I'm letting you have stuff that you already have. So if we're upgrading, that means you we, have, have, to to, worry about we that. have to div it up. So basically, basically, white people can keep the Discovery Channel. White people can keep A&E, the Discovery Channel. You can keep biographies. What we get, we absolutely get racism. We get to keep, because we're going to be good at it. When black people are upgraded to no more oppressed, and don't let me lose this point because I'm going to let other races know how to move up to the ladder. Right. Quite frankly, Latinos are absolutely next in line. I know gays want to be next. So it's like the deli, and everybody's got a number, yes. and the Latinos have yes. number two, and yes. they're next. White people have been doing what they do really at the deli, Standing there thinking way too long and holding us up. Mm. <laughs> Let me taste this. Let me get a sample. <laughs> Not caring who's behind them. <laughs> Let me sample. Let me sample the honey glazed turkey. And now um, your number's been called. Finally. Um, I don't mm. know. Oh my goodness. <sighs> How much is the coleslaw? How is that? A Everybody's pound? in the back and they're not paying attention. <laughs> White people never pay attention to black people's. <sighs> oh, oh, yes. God. Mm. 
Excuse me. Can I just ask a quick question, please? No. No. All right. All righty. So for about a good 512 years, y'all been taste testing the beef. All right. Now, as soon as we get our turn. White people, you will not be moved away. You will not be ostracized. Right. You can keep, like I said, we get racism because we're going to be good at it. And we're not clouded by uh, guilt. If, if you're Arab, you are not to work at the airport. It's a simple thing. <laughs> <laughs> For president of racism. No, and it's not going to be any like, no explanation. No explanation. It's gonna, here's, here's what the press conference is going to be. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, president of racism, Patricia <laughs> Uh Arabs are not allowed to work at the airport. But, uh, excuse me, what? why not? Shh, I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> you're Arab. <laughs> That's not fair. Ladies and gentlemen, you will be allowed to work in the outer things at the airport. You're not allowed. You can work at the, the mini McDonald's <laughs> that only sells, that gets shipments of their stuff from the bigger McDonald's. <laughs> So it's a lot of cold burgers and stuff that are sitting there. They don't actually cook anything. They get it from the giant McDonald's inside. You can work at the mini McDonald's, the McDonald's mini duty-free. You cannot do any security. You can't. I'm sorry, Arabs. It's fair enough. It's, it is. This is President Racist Patrice. Um, and you can... You're not allowed to go anywhere near bags. Now... <laughs> Especially, you're not allowed to decide whether my ID is good or not. But we, we, yeah. we won't even go there. Now, um, white people, here's our thing. What, what, do you, what, would you, what would you like? This is what I propose. Because black people get to be <laughs> racist now. We get to be the cops. <laughs> but here's the deal I'll sign. I'll sign this for you. We are not to take, we are not to get revenge once we take all the civil service jobs, we must put out white people fires as black firemen. We, we mustn't profile white people. We have to stop them if they commit a crime, and we have to listen to them, and we have to no plungers, no... No plungers. No, no beatings for no reason. Walkie antennas. And no happy um, tasering and no... <laughs> we, we actually have to be fair, Okay. That's that's the thing. So we're going to be in charge of all possible oppressive forces. All right. White people get to keep out of space. You get to keep piloting. You can keep flying planes because I do not trust anybody but an old white man flying my plane. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep anything that has to do with the ocean. You ocean biography, all, uh, but yeah, giant, biology, giant squid, anything. All that. Um, how's that as a deal? Fair enough. Now, go ahead. Can we keep the CEOs? Can we? What? Well, can Sam? What did Sam? You say? Oh, didn't you pick a color? I'm sorry. <laughs> you said you'd shoot me otherwise. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is, isn't that pen still standing up in your hair? All right. Well then, then can it, white people keep CEO? Yeah. Uh, nah. You got to divvy that up. That that's the the ivory white tower. tower. Yeah. Yes, because black people need to learn how to actually sneakily <laughs> destroy the earth. <laughs> so yes, white people can stay there because we still got to understand Wall Street and all that stuff. Once we're done with that, you got to go. We get VPs though, man. Right? 
But it's not hostile. You'll get a package. You'll get some type of settlement. <laughs> you get a golden parachute. <laughs> you'll get some type of reparations for having to leave. Get a, trip, a trip to space, which we now own exclusively. Is what oh, wait a saying. minute. Hold on. Uh, Ken, Ken Asian is on the phone. I'm sorry, Ken. Yeah, what's up, man? How are you? I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I, you said you disagree with me as far as what? As far as Asians and Latinos not having a group, dude, I got to tell you, I look like a big-ass, scary Puerto Rican that's just tattooed out. I look like I'll steal your hubcaps and rape your pretty little white wife. Really? And I'm a, yeah, nigga, I'm the nicest guy in the world. But let me tell you, you want to talk about getting lumped in with everybody else? Carlos Mencia said, if you are not white in America, you are a nigger. And he is wait not minute, lying. I get profiled. Wait, sorry, wait a minute. You can't, yeah, you can't say it anymore. I, I, oh we, man, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. You can't. He said. He said. If you're not white, you're n-word in this country. That's what. That's what my man Ken said. But no. What yeah. I'm. What I'm saying, Ken. I didn't say that a- Asians. Here's the problem with. With thanks for the call too. Here's the problem that I have with the other oppressive oppressed groups who are trying to move up the ladder. Okay. Gays are out, and I'm gonna tell you why. You're not the next up the ladder, because you are. You can decide. Not to be that. I don't care if you're born that way. If you this, you can go. I'm not gay. There's no one that can go. No matter how they feel, I'm not what I am. Asians can't go. I'm not Asian. Blacks can't go. I'm not black. Puerto Ricans can't go. I'm not Puerto Rican. Maybe Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans. There's some. There are some light, Latinos that light, can they do that. Pass. But very at easy. some point, you're gonna hear that. Eh, that long. <laughs> man, at the end of something. But. Your problem is why you're not moving up the oppression ladder. You have to pick one thing to be. You have to take a color. You have to take a a thing. I don't know what you have to do, but you can't be separate. Because here's what I learned about Puerto Ricans. All the other Puerto Ricans hate them. Yeah. Mexicans, Cubans, Commonwealth, they can't stand Puerto Ricans because they don't have to swim here. And they're citizens. They're citizens automatically, and they make sure the other ones know it. Look at your wet fingers. You see Mexicans (laughs) and Puerto Ricans? You see the war they have in boxing? You see how hard they fight each other in boxing? It's it's, it's, it's a a patriotic thing. It's it's. Yeah. It's the fight of the century mm-hmm. when the top Mexican and the top Puerto Rican fight. That's and right. you know who wins? The Mexicans have won that all the time. You know why? Puerto Ricans are getting soft because they are here. They, re- they reap and the they're benefits. Accepted and they don't have to fight to be here. Just like black people getting soft. Yeah. We used to be the baddest. Oh, we were bad in the ring. Yeah. At some point, I heard Jews could fight. Yeah, when they will, any any good fighter comes up out of a great ghetto. I don't know. I couldn't believe that, but yeah. there were some Jews who could beef yeah. at some point. Yeah. Black people used to be able to, we ran boxing. Yeah. Now we shooting, but we used to be great with the fist at some point. Po- it's poverty. Poverty Puerto makes Ricans great, are great, poverty makes great fi- fighters. P- P- That's P- why you got all them Russians Puerto now. Ricans can fight. Because yeah. you see the dudes with the boxing glove tattoos yeah. on their neck and the whole thing. <laughs> But right now, Mexicans are the baddest dude. But let me tell Rus- you. Russians, too, though. The next in line, uh, Latinos, you're not going to really get to reap the benefits of full oppression till you join together 
and pick a color that I can completely put you all in a in a, in a, in a one generalization lump. Broad base. One where I can make a rods. sweeping generalization. <laughs> oh man. Hey look, we're gonna take a break and when we get back, we're gonna um we're gonna deal with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Yeah. Cooking. Oh my goodness. Oh Snoop. I already know where this is going, I think. Alright, Obi and Anthony. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're listening to the show and you don't hear Opie and Anthony, uh, it's because we're not here. But Patrice O'Neill is. Yeah. So listen to him. Um, let me give you a little little synopsis of the show. Uh, bitches suck. Um, Whitey sucks. Whitey sucks. Uh, Patrice rules. Uh, repeat. <laughs> I guess, um, only thing I didn't say is bitches suck. <laughs> Whitey's do suck. <laughs> uh, uh, John, John in Red Bank. Hey, uh, Patrice, I want to know, can white people get basketball back? We'll give you hockey. No, see, I, you no? know, I looked at, wait a minute, I looked at what you, and this is very fair, but you got to understand you had it all then. And the ultimate reason is you had to give it up because you wanted to win and we were just better at it. If you really want it back, but just imagine how awful it would be. <laughs> White guys just doing three point shots. set shots. Just that would be the brilliance of it. Just two hand chest pass and the, <laughs> and the music that's going. <laughs> <And> Chuck Taylor's <laughs> <Congress. laughs> twisted ankles. <laughs> Are you well, serious? Between the leg, underhand basket shot. You know, when you're like third grade, I'll tell you, the league's free throw shooting percentage will be 98%. (laughs) It will be 98%. Look, for me to be able to get racism, but I don't think we'd be able to do it. But I I feel you, but you got to understand you used to run it, and look what happened. (laughs) All right, I got you there, but if you're going to take cop and fire, then can we have garbage man and traffic cop? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You'll, you'll try it up? Yeah. All right, because I don't know that you'll do cop and fire better. Mm, all I can all I can do you is say all I can do is say that we will not not put out white fires. We will put out we will we will be fair and to white people. We will not get babies. any type of revenge. That's the that's what provision I'll put in the contract. We'll save all white babies and burning buildings. <laughs> uh let, let's clear these out. Wait a minute. Mark, how are you? Hello? How are you, sir? Hey, Patrice. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to get, make a quick point. You were talking about the race issue. Um, I'm a Croatian-American. Have you ever heard, heard of the country Croatia? Yes. Okay, now, you know, well, you know, we are great basketball players. In fact, we got the silver medal against the Dream Team back in 92. Um, I don't know how old you were back then. You got a, a what <laughs> against the Dream Team in 92? <laughs> what, did you just not get blown out by 50? Yeah, you lost by 46? But listen, compared to all the other countries, they, they were blown by hundreds. First of all, I read about that thing, and here's what happened. They ate in Croatia the night before. Okay. <laughs> and they were all dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but you got to give them props. Like Drajan Petrovic from the New Jersey Mets. Great player. First, matter of fact, first great 
foreign player in the NBA. It was supposed to be Sabonis, but it was Pat yeah, yeah. Petrovich, absolutely. And he died, by the way. Uh, yeah, Roger Petrovich from the Nets. As a fact, I know he died with the airplane ticket in his pocket. He decided to take a drive to visit his relatives in Germany, and he died on the autobahn. Yeah, Drazen right. Petrovich, if you don't know that dude, he was bad. He was a bad yeah, he dude. Came, he actually came to our church, where we hold church by the Lincoln Tunnel, it's our main church, and he actually donated two truckloads of containers. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Mark. How, Go ahead. Let me ask you, how far in line do you think Croatians are <laughs> before you're actually the top oppressed? For the what? <laughs> how long do you think it t- it's going to take for the country to care about the plight of the Croatians? America? Yeah. Oh, they uh, absolutely. Well, um. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. No one cares about Croatians. You've got a long way <laughs> to go before we can. 98 but in I the deli counter. I, I do know um, Drazen uh, Petrovic was great. Hey, listen, we got this thing. Uh, this is interesting, man. And talking about, talking about, uh, uh, Keeping it real and how tough it is to keep it real. Uh, Snoop Dogg, right, mm. Sam? Yeah. Evidently, Snoop Dogg cooked with Monster Sewer. Now, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but the idea that um, either we've black people are coming up or white people coming down, <laughs> or where it's a pimp a little, interaction, maybe, maybe with, a little both. I don't know what's going on, but uh, explain it, there, Sammy. Well, yeah, I guess uh, he was a guest on her cooking show. She was making some mashed potatoes. Really, Casey Kasem? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. It's not an insult. I'm on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, this coming up at okay, 1996. And uh, he started teaching her, like, slang and teaching the audience slang that Him. he uses. Yeah. And this is the second Snoop Dogg teaching white people thing incident, if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's done it before. But he's done it with Larry King. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not prepared to call him any names, mm. only because I know it's very difficult to stay street. Yeah. The guy has a a, 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 a reality show and yeah. all kind of stuff. So what happened? Well, I mean, the first clip we have is Martha just introducing Snoop before he gets a chance to teach her what's what. Just introducing him. Yeah. I, okay. Like you know how she introduces a regular guest. This is how she introduces. I don't me. know how Martha Stewart introduces nothing. nothing. You could assume though, <laughs> right? She goes coming to the if she's bringing on you know Susan McGillicuddy yeah. who knows how to sew leaves right to to um, bacon her leafy <laughs> bacon surprise. Coming to the, we call the queen of leafy bacon mm-hmm. Susan McGillicuddy mm-hmm. in the cloud. Okay, all right, go ahead. Um, I have to say he's off the chisel. For schnizzle, uh, chisel, and he, <laughs> today Jesus. he's in the hizzle representing gangsters everywhere. Please welcome Snoop Dizzle. Let me tell you something about. Let me tell you something <laughs> about for shizzle. Uh-huh. It's the way of uh, what's Will Smith's thing that he destroyed? Uh, Get jiggy. jiggy with it. Get jiggy. For, I'm I'm sorry to say this for shizzle, my nizzle f- f- is the way. Of getting jiggy with it. It's, yeah, it's the it new jiggy. Finished. It's just white college girls that say Dude, it. Dude, it's an embarrassment for anybody to say it. Mm-hmm. Now that Martha Stewart said it, but let's be honest, that bitch was in prison <laughs> and said, "Let me send me now. I don't want to wait. <laughs> I want to go right today. Get this out of the way." <laughs> she was in that. <laughs> 
She was in that prison sewing those holes. Afghans. <laughs> Taking the jumpsuits. <laughs> Smothering them with, with pillowcases that she made herself. <laughs> Smothering with embroidered pillows. Strangling a bitch with thousand thread count uh, sheets. <laughs> All right, what's the next one, man? So she brings him into the kitchen and like he's a child, starts saying, so what's this? And picking up kitchen objects so he can name them. Mm. Boy, oh boy, let me hear this. Mm. Now we're in the kitchen. What what would you call that? That's a. Uh... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, hold, yeah. On, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. So wait, 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 wait. Hold up, Dan. Yeah. So what she's doing? Isle talk. She's yeah, trying to. Oh, she's in trying to get. She thinks this is disgusting. Yeah. Do you see why? Do you see, do you see why it's hard to just? I was happy for five seconds. Yeah. And then you see how hard it is to stay a big potato chip right. just grew on my shoulder again. <laughs> I, I'm. I, 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 she wants him to name spoons like spizoon. Yeah. yeah. This is my spilladle <laughs> and my splizatula bitches. <laughs> that's how he cooks. My splizatula. <laughs> is that what? That's what she's implying. She's trying to get lead him to that. Yeah. Jeez, this is exactly why the president of racism takes things this away. This is president of racism. <laughs> the rules and regulations are being set. You just don't know. Splizatula, baby. Okay, go ahead with the splizatula. Potato. Yeah. <laughs> he just said ladle. He said potato. 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 Uh, what is a potato? Don't you have a, a, a pizzle? Well, okay, I'll give white people credit right now. At least they were in on the ridiculousness right. of that. Okay, go ahead. All right, all right, go ahead. Call that. That's a uh, potato. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't is a little potato. But it's a potato. A because you can't even make a shizzle yeah. out of potato. Potizzle. Potizzle. <laughs> How do you cook it? I frizzle. I frizzle. <laughs> Potizzle. That's how Dan Quell spelled it, too. Potizzle. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. What's your name then? No? No. No, just a potato. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, what's it's that? Really that's a shank. <laughs> but he had to. Here. Okay. Okay. A shank. But. Um, let me see. What's that? That's a pot. <laughs> so, so anything. This is like embarrassing that? on a high level, but I don't know how to really. She's a millionaire, this and this is, is where she's reduced to. But poor Snoop, and this is the thing. If it, this is why you know he's not street anymore. Yeah, he it, no it, it, this is what I mean about like why don't why don't guys at that level just say here's what you're attaining to be. You're attaining to be a guy that used to be in the street mm -hmm. and now you understand life. And you he understands that he's saying potato, but at the same time he does throw in shank and he's throwing in all mm. the little ghetto stuff just to cuz that's what she really needs out of him. That's why he's there. Is mm is snizoops kazooking skazool with mazatha stazooit and the spazatula baby lizadal where's that kazan open <laughs> that kazan opazizina oh that's my <laughs> these some what I call them Obama steaks <laughs> 
Cause it'll fry you in dinner. <laughs> June twentieth, they'll be ready, baby. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> what else is this? What, this is. I don't even want to do this no more. Cause it's it's sad. You want to? One more. Go ahead. Next go ahead. He uh, since he wasn't delivering on that. They actually had right, he him, wasn't doing what he was doing. Right, they had to. him prepare the top five vocabulary words you need to know for no reason in particular. Out of nowhere. Just things you need to know. And so he takes a list out of his pocket, and these are Snoop Dogg's top five vocabulary words that he's teaching these people. Give us five vocabulary words that we must have to get through life these days. The first word is definitely, you may have heard it before, let me give you the ex exact meaning of it. It's called for shizzle. Now, for shizzle <laughs> means, you know, in your world, you might say, hey, for sure. But now you can say for shizzle. Okay. Okay, now, when you want to get something popping, and if you don't know what popping is, I'll explain that to you on the next time I come to the show. You say, what's crack-a-lacking? What's crack-a-lacking? What's crack-a-lacking? Say it with me. What's crack-a-lacking? What's crack-a-lacking? It's all good. Nobody okay. says that. Nobody uses that anymore. It's crack a lacking. And on this farm we had a hoe. <laughs> like it's just. Uh, what In did you give me? No, I told you do it. You do it. You do it. <laughs> do, do you want me to really do this? No, we'll do it when we're done. No, you do that. You do that. I want you to. Well, all right, I better do it. All right, forget Snoop because we got <laughs> done with him. Yeah, I can't believe we'll we'll pick up the rest of this tomorrow. tomorrow. Is that if I'll be here tomorrow? Who know? Who the hell knows? <laughs> uh, anyway, we like to thank. Oh, let me let me drink water before I say this. <laughs> <clears throat> we like to thank Cleveland, <laughs> our affiliate in Cleveland, for staying with us today. Some people bailed out on us. What? Who? Who? Did, who in Boston? Boston didn't play this. They couldn't hear the, the lovely because I know. There would have been a lot of calls from Boston about the plight of the white man. <laughs> I was up there doing Comics Come Home. 7,000 white people. Am I supposed to feel comfortable? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Sirius XM and, uh, of course, K-Rock in New York for staying with the show. Because I guess it was everybody's decision yep. on whether to actually carry the show today. So anybody who carried the show, I appreciate that. I don't know what you carried. You just... just other than, than the N-word during the show. Uh, but thank you for staying. And um, what do you think, Dante and, and everybody for uh -huh. being here? And um, you know what? I, I wanted to say something else. Oh, O&A for uh, allowing this to actually uh, happen, I suppose. Dante, you got a plug? Yeah, I'm at um, Eastfield Comedy this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday. Where's Eastfield Comedy Club On, at? Uh, Third, was it fourth, third street, fourth street, and uh, second half? Fourth street and second half. What's yeah. the number? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Whatever. What? What's the number though? The phone number. Hurry up, Wayne. Gay guys are slow, I'm except at, for when I'm they're at, marching. What is it? Come on. Two one two. Two six zero. Twenty four forty five. And I like to thank Stunt Brain for not overproducing. I like to thank Danny for staying here for his vacation. Like his, his, it is a vacation, correct? Technically, yeah. Yeah, technically, man. You could have been doing all kinds of stuff. Danny. Like crying, wondering <laughs> why you didn't make it. <laughs> why you're mediocre and you have no excuse for being how you are. And that, I have to thank E-Rock for being in love. I keep bumping into him and his girl at Target in Jersey City. <laughs> 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 Buying and love things. I'm just going to buy, like, women's belts to put on my hat for a new band. And he's tickling somebody in the... <laughs> In the, in the he man aisle. In he's, the Mrs. aisle. <laughs> he, 
<laughs> he got dual earphones or whatever he got. So um, how much time we got left, dude? How do you uh, end these things? A minute over. A minute over? Yeah, so we can go. But don't oh. Travis. Oh, tra- dude, Travis is having, um, me and Travis are having a child. <laughs> <laughs> me and Travis's wife is pregnant, man. So, hey, listen. I thought that was my baby. I forgot. Thank you for the phones. Everybody who stayed, dude, thanks, because it would have been impossible, really. So I appreciate everybody. Sam, thank you very much. And uh, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. It depends. <laughs> tomorrow at 6 a.m. Uh, Patrice O'Neill filling in for the boys. O and A. See you later. Peace. Good morning, Freddie Scott, who I think is dead. Actually. Freddie Scott. Um, today is today is you. what we call unsung sampled. The unsung sampled heroes of, of rap. Your favorite rap songs. The originators yeah. are being are being loved and honored today. AKA Patrice is finished with hip hop. <laughs> I I'm not sure if I'm finished with hip hop. And it's hot. it's not it's not you you got what I need <laughs> and you say you're just a friend. It's friend. you you got what I need. <laughs> you listen to this, listen everybody, don't sing along. You got everything you need. You're like medicine to me. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dumbrain. Listen to that. Isn't that beautiful? That's a beautiful song. Gorgeous. And uh, this is this is the running theme today. Is it? Is, we're gonna because I, I grew up on hip hop. I would say about what eighty, eighty two. Uh, I mean, I grew no, up seventy. 78, 77. 78? What are you? What are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm a young man, as you, you say said. 70s to nothing. What are you talking ah, about? Well, the first, I the was first, nine. First hip-hop record, uh, King Tim the Third with the Fatback Man. Uh, King Tim the Third. Third me, the Fatback. I, I have that crew. on my iPod, but we can't. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what, I was, what, what happened is, I don't know what I got into, but the first time I ever actually was... Uh, upset with hip-hop was the day it was a song by war remember that war that song Whoa. slipping into darkness yeah slipping into darkness boom 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 oh. boom 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 so i heard it used to be a group there's a group called poor righteous teachers it was like yeah um rock this funky joint. joint yeah and and i was like i was like first time i heard war i had heard Slip, Slip I, no, I heard, I heard Poor speak. Righteous Teachers yeah. first. Right. So when I heard War, I was like, who's these sons of bitches <laughs> stealing, stealing from, from Poor Righteous Teachers? <laughs> 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 it, it was disgusting. So that was the first taste I ever got of that. So what happened is, um, this is where I got angry. First of all, I'm a staunch defender now of Puff Daddy. Right. Because for some reason, Puff is the, suppose, he's the, the evil Evil sampler, Sith Lord yeah, of sampling. Right, Sa- sam- sampling. He just he oh, just screwed he it up just, for everybody. He's an evil sampler, man. So ultimately, I'm listening to a, a song. Um, you can can you cue up um, Leon Haywood, please? That's what he had over there, isn't it? No, I don't know. But don't Le- that again? no, that was Freddie Scott. Yeah, Mr. White Man. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> we, we got we got a small real time. So they're oh, coming. Yeah? Okay, well, Leon Haywood, I didn't realize there's, there's a great hip-hop song 
um, that Dr. Dre did. Yeah. Um, one, G-thing. two, G thing. One of the classic all time hip hop yeah. songs. And, and universally, uh, you know, popular. Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows. So, you know, I'm sitting there listening to it, and Leon Haywood comes on. Um, I had I picked up this thing called Pinch Up, Holes Down, Outtakes. And uh, it was like a, a sidebar of, like, behind-the-scenes right. stuff that you didn't see on the original Pimps Up, Holes Down. Or not Pimps Up, Holes Down, American Pimp. And they, t- to kind of make up for the fact that it's a, a terrible DVD, right. they give you this the soundtrack. The soundtrack. The, and, and on the soundtrack is Leon Haywood, um, uh, 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 I Want to Do Something Freaky to You. Yeah. And it, it is absolutely, at, it's not sampled. It's... Yeah. I want to know what makes a super producer. Now, I'm not dissing hip-hop, because I still, it has a place in my heart. Right. But Leon Haywood, that song, and when we get it, we'll play it. It is absolutely the song. This exact song. It's Almost not, like they don't they don't sample it at all. It's not, and I know people go, Wait, man, what, man, you know, white people, man, they stole rock and roll from black people, son. I, I get it, but we know Big Mama Thornton saying, "You ain't nothing but a hound dog." <laughs> but but Elvis stole it. But made Elvis it, made it up. better. He made it better. So I'm saying, what makes Puffy evil and Dr. Dre a genius when Leon Haywood, that song I want to do something for you, is the song? Yeah, it's the song. So I got so obsessed with it, dude, that. I don't know if I'm going to listen to rap no more, but I guess maybe I should. Uh, I should. Here's what my girl said. My girl's like, look, you would have never heard of Hossam Ramsey if it wasn't for Jay-Z. Right. And I don't know if I would have cared. Probably not. And maybe you're right. Yeah. And ultimately, I guess I have to blame or give YouTube credit because God bless YouTube because right. you just type in something and, it and it's like, out. wait a minute. So I guess the fact that guys that had to dig into crates find these songs, right. put it on something, and and do it is is, is amazing. Right. But I am a big fan now of the unsung samples. The the people with that, like, you got what I need. That song, you should know before you know Biz Markie's song. There's right. no way you should be surprised when what you the, hear that where, song. Where did the sample come from? And I, I blame myself. I blame myself. We, you know, it's almost a progressive thing, though. It's like as you were exposed to these things, and then and we had talked about this, that we started looking into more of these samples deeper and deeper and exposing ourselves into other music. Hold on, more. hold on, hold on. Listen again. Uh, How dare. It's a better song. How dare I not know this man? <laughs> How dare I sing Biz Markie <laughs> over this and not sing this first? Yeah. How dare me? How dare me? <laughs> not how dare you. Not how dare anybody else on planet Earth. But how dare me not know who Freddie Scott is? I was looking for a reason to not stop listening to hip hop. Right. Ultimately, the only thing I could come up with that people convinced me is that without hip-hop, I would have never known Freddie Scott, huh. which is it's a fair, a fair, it's a fair uh, point. It's fair. 
But I was two inches from denouncing hip-hop <laughs> because there's not a song that's not just... And this is clearly a better song. It's more melodic. It's, it's, a, it's hot. It, it makes you emotional. Yeah. Why did he go, just a friend? Like, <laughs> it just... And just listen to this, man. Yeah. How can you? I swear to God, no one would be upset about the black president <laughs> if they were playing this. <laughs> if this was our music, no one would go Obama. Nah. No one would do that. People would just be like, wow. There's no racism to this. Matter of fact, I'm going to prove to you there's no racism to this. I need Joe Cocker, woman to woman. Oh, there's a white dude. I got to have it. I got to have it when the show goes on. Just to let you know that Patrice O'Neal. This is about good music. President of racism. <laughs> uh, California. Tupac and uh, California. That's oh, what wait a minute. Don't that. even tell people that yet. <laughs> Don't even tell people that yet. Listen to this. Tupac and everybody was naked in the, in the desert in, in the, the video. The Thunderdrome. <laughs> Chris, Chris Tucker was like, yeah. can you dig it, yeah. man? <laughs> and this, this is the same guy. Hold on. Stop this for a second. This is the same man that sung, Lord, lift us up where we belong. You can leave your hat on. <laughs> where the eagles fly on the mountain high. Lord, lift <laughs> where we belong. Play that again, Red Day. Just to let you know I'm not being a racist Scumbag, president, the president of racism gives credit where credit is due. <laughs> now, we're, th this is a very popular, please, don't get me wrong, I am not attacking hip-hop, but why, please, tell me why Dr. Dre is a genius. Yeah. For this song, and this is the whole song. It's not a different. This is not even nothing. a sample. It's it sounds like the same. I think in the song, Roger Troutman had that thing in his mouth that went yeah, that everybody's doing now. T Pain and everybody's using that now. Uh, look at look at the black side of Sam moving. <laughs> you can't help it, can you, Sam? One, one of his hands are popping. <laughs> He's popping one hand. He don't know what he's doing. His, <laughs> one hand is still, and the other one's tapping his foot. His hips and his little bird chest. Uh, and his, he's just moving. He don't know why. All right, Danny. Uh, that is hot. I just want to let you guys know, today uh, is, um, is, throughout the day, unsung sampled day. Just to let you know that something that I, who am a card-carrying hip-hop fan, right. card-carrying, defend hip-hop to, mm -hmm. to the injury, not to the death. I defend hip-hop to... To the injury. <laughs> to the DL. To the, to the, the, punch, to the punch in the rib cage. <laughs> Non-lethal wound. Before, though, mm -hmm. I would defend hip-hop to the death. Right. 
I just want to I just want to make sure people know, dude, that this is where it came from. Matter of fact, I don't even think I want to sample any James Brown. Like, right. but quite frankly, I was googling because I was just obsessed with this. Right, right. James Brown is responsible for hip hop in its entirety. Responsible yeah. for yeah. hip hop. Not even it, it, without him, I don't know if hip hop would exist. No, as we know it today, I think. There's 20,000 downloaded songs. I think James Brown, they said, was sampled 900 times. Wow. Something ridiculous. Nine, And I could be wrong about this, but I'm, I'm close. I know I'm close. He was paid, he was paid something like $40 million based on the future sampling of his music. Wow. Just for the fact that so many people sample him. We don't have time we're just gonna to go and get minutes. this. We're going to pay him ahead of time for the fact that we're going to use his music. Wow. And his babies. And when I say his babies, the people that he yeah. put out there in music, yep. their music was sampled the second most. And he's on my Sly and... Uh, uh, Lynn Collins. Yeah. Um, Mandrill. Mm. Uh, uh, the JBs. Wait a second. Stop. And uh, the presses. We can't even go on now. Type in J the JB's grunt. Let me tell you something about the JB's grunt that had a tear coming down my eye. I was in a, a diner after I did a show. Me and my girl sitting there, and I heard uh, Night of the Living Bass Heads. Mm. And I guess I said, "Wow, what, what's this?" He said, "Oh, this is the JB's." The, the the DJ was like, "This is the JB's." I said, "Can you play that again, please?" And and he's he played it. That song, JB's The Grunt, is the entire album of Nation of Millions. My yeah. third-rated hip-hop record of all album time. of all time. Number one is Run DMC's first album. Mm. Number two is NWA's first album. Number three is 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 uh is that is mm. um Nation, Nation of, Millions. of Millions. That song has. At least five songs from the album mm. on the song, just that song. It's un. It was shocking to me because mm. I gave PE credit for my life. I think <laughs> I was gonna kill myself one time, and I heard PE, and not past the P's. It's called um, the Grunt. Is it there? You got it? No, I don't. I have the peas and uh, pass the peas and salt out. Find the grunt, you mother effer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny. You must find the grunt. If you don't find the grunt, we can't go on. The grunt is important. <laughs> we'll look during the All break because right, we I'll don't want to lose Danny. Hang on. All right. Oh, it's unbelievable. People. Oh, oh wow. Listen to it. Wow. Listen to the, the, the horn. The horn. That's a whole horn. Listen section. to all the police that you. Listen, all the police driving around today listen to this. You can't pull a black man over for nothing after you listen. Listen to this song. Just let him go. Wow. He didn't kill nobody. He just doesn't have insurance. I didn't even know this one. Hold on, hold on. This is, this is James Brown's babies. Hold on. I want you to hear the Night of Living Bases part. I, I want you to hear it. We can't go on without it. Hold on. Wow. Listen, listen, Danny. Danny didn't notice. That's fight the power, right? Music will bring yeah. us together. This is what's going to end racism, I think. Yeah. Ready? Oh, 
man. <laughs> Here it is. Bass. Uh, you hear that stuff, Ray? You didn't even know you had hips, did you? <laughs> Look at him. Pull over, officer. Just let him go. Just let that N-word go. He's going to work so he can afford insurance. Just let him go. Hey, garbage truck, pull over a little bit so I can get by you. Just a little bit. You can't park a little bit. It's 5 in the morning. You have to block the whole street. And could you please pick up, just take part of the crib that I left. I know it's not bulk garbage day. Could you, could you put that in there, please? Is it possible? Oh, God. Huh? Uh. What? Are you serious? What? This is, this is, dude, how can I? I I'm at a dilemma, Stump Brain. Hold on, stop that for me. Danny, thanks for finding that so fast. How? How? What am I to do? What am I to do? My dilemma. Please explain to me, what do I do? To continue to go, I love hip-hop. Hip -hop. But when you, you I love this song. Now, just, not, just tell me why I still need hip-hop if I got YouTube and The Grunt. Please, I'm telling you, please. I'm going to blast this in my truck. Yeah. I'm blasting JB's The Grunt in my truck. Yeah. I love PE. They got me through a certain time in my life. But I don't even know if I'd ever listen to the song. If, if did you hear that song? It's awesome, man. It's awesome. It's it's don't believe the hype. It's Terminator X speaks with his hands. Mm. It's 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 uh, uh, bass heads. It's all in all in one song, dude. Well, this goes to what you were talking about yesterday, that we don't know history. We don't have any history in this country. It's, and it's my fault. Well, man. it's no, it's mm. all of ours. And, it's my fault. And you're you're bringing people some knowledge on this. And why can't you know, things are updated all the time. Movies, TV shows, books get updated. So you can have the original, and you can still have something new. Every now and then you stumble into something that might be better. I, yeah, but not really. my issue. It's my not issue better. is I don't mind being influenced by things. I mean, it, I, influence is different than <laughs> taking mm -hmm. Yeah, you were saying that you thought these producers were getting too much credit. I don't, I don't know why. Just tell me why. That's, just tell me why Dr. Dre is considered a, a, a genius in terms of producer. And again, don't get me wrong, the dude, he's earned something. You know, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying in my, it's just like if I take Richard Pryor, George Con and I just start doing their jokes mm. a little better but for a new generation. Hmm. So I do, I do, uh, uh, there are some comics who actually do that, by the way. <laughs> um, if, I do, uh, you know, Mudbone, but I do it a little different, different for the kids. Put a little hip-hop in it. And, uh, should I? <sighs> but you don't, you don't know till you know. Like, I know you, you don't know till you know, and now that you know. Right, like, tell, me we why, would, get, tell me why. Tell me why. We, you go, you we wouldn't be right now playing these songs. I agree. 
but we just wouldn't. And it and that argument is the only thing that I am hinging my last bit of <laughs> love hip-hop, hip-hop love is that I would have never heard of the grunt if it wasn't for the nation of millions. And trust me, I am no homo in love with P.E. Right. I love Chuck. I love Flav. People talk about Flavor now. I think he deserves anything he needs. If Flav wants to be 50 and kiss young girls in the <laughs> mouth and run around crazy, he deserves it right. for what he did for people. He deserves it. He's a middle-aged man, and he's 50-something, so he, he's black, so he's not a middle-aged man. Right. He's a senior citizen. <laughs> he's almost dead. Because I'm 30 years old. I'm 38 years old, and if you do the black-to-white life ratio, I'm a 116-year-old white man. Do you understand? Uh, I'm saying to you, I need to know why I should ever listen to that again. I was watching a, a documentary with DJ Premier, super producer DJ Premier, and they were talking about when they were doing these samples. And uh, they would, uh, this guy, he was in an old record store just with eight foot piles of records. And he was just digging through these records, okay. dusty records in the basement, trying to find a track. So, I mean, now when you're looking at it So now, you're saying, okay, the fact is my my laziness is is what makes me not a super producer. It, yeah, I guess so. <sighs> that's that's fair enough. It's but uh here's the number y'all call in uh 877-212-6263 877-212-6263 a N D A. Yeah, and read read the regular number because most people got cell phone. Uh, There's no letters on it. Okay, it's eight seven seven two one two six two six three. Call in. And there's a lot of calls right now. Can we have time to take calls? We should take yeah, a break. We should take a break. All right, listen, we're gonna get to your calls because already it's already a bunch of people on the line, dude. Even without the number, right, I, right. I, 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 I don't even know why I started out with this. But the grunt, I, the grunt, grunt awesome. makes me feel better about my diabetes. <laughs> I feel like I can have a cake. Have a I cookie. feel healed from cookie. diabetes, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll be back. O and A, man. Hi, Opie here from the Opie and Anthony Show. Patrice O'Neill doing our show today. Listen to him make the same point over and over and over and over and over. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's really just so people understand. Okay. That's so people get the drift. Start that over again. Just That's sexy. <clears throat> just real just, sexy. The rap song attached to this, by the way. Start that over. I have to nail the point in because people don't listen. It's a short attention span, baby. This is <laughs> this is the land of the internet. I have to say it again and again. Listen to Quincy Jones, "Summer in the City." Listen, listen, listen. Classic hip hop song by uh, like one of the, kind of a fusion hip hop group, The Far Side. Well loved group. Yeah. But why do I need them? Why do I need to say Far Side again when I have Quincy Jones and I have this? <laughs> Listen, 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 officer, I know I ran six red lights, but you know anticipation is part of this driving thing. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah, look at the big picture. Let's be honest here. 
Listen, I know I didn't take a shower yet, sweetie, but you smelled me this way before. <laughs> Let me get a little piece where I have to go deal with the man. <laughs> Come on, man. Just kiss just kiss it a little bit before I got to go deal with this boss of mine. I like a little meat with seasoning. Come on, you stink. <laughs> you don't think you stink from time to time? I got to see you when it looks like Kevin Bacon's neck from Friday the 13th. <laughs> Look at, look at Sam. <laughs> got Sam. Sam. If anybody don't know, Sam has chosen a side, says the president <laughs> of racism. Sam is now black. No more of these teasing things. Look at, and he's disappointed, too, because he he's can't even help hurt. it. He's hurt. It's disease. Sam is disease with rhythm. You don't have a choice. Right? Okay. Where are you? Over here. Which one? Right here now. I'm over here. I don't have a choice? What do you mean? When that music comes on, you don't have a choice. You know what you are. Dude, everybody. We need to talk to your mom and dad and, and break the news. And we need to have Maury Povich here. <laughs> so when your, you when your mother runs in the back pretending she didn't know crying. Falls down. Don't worry. I'm a dude. Wait, uh, play that song one more time. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Play the grunt one more time, Daddy. When, I, when, when Sam's father finds out. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Sam, all that. Sam, there's no way, if your parents are white, mm -hmm. that you are their, both their son. It could be somebody farther back. Dude, mixing a little. Not, so, not even far, not even on that whole, that, that whole uh, Thomas, uh, what is it, Edison? Jefferson. Who's his dad? Jefferson. 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 That Thomas Jefferson. No, it's just not. You Look at the way he moved. <laughs> Did you see the way Sam, can you play that one more time, please? You want this one or you want the ground? I want the smooth one again. Quincy, just... just it's sexy. You, people don't understand. It's in your bones and look the marrow. At, look at Sam, and I'm not lying to you. There's a difference when white people are good at emulating rhythm uh -huh. and when it's really in your pores. It's in the marrow. Sam, yeah. dude. Sam has the, the the proper droop. He got the he got the Cheshire smile, and the, and the, the Cheshire cat dude, smile, and, it, and his hips is going. <laughs> Sam, dude, it's in the music. I'll be I'll be with you when you tell your father. You are not <laughs> the father. <laughs> that Sam Jackson is your dad. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna take a first call. Uh, 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 Andrea. Andrea, how are you? I'm good. You need to calm down, though. Okay. It's okay. All it's right. okay. okay. There's nothing original in the entire world. There's nothing original here. I, I, well, that's not true because somebody had to invent it. We. No, that's what do you that's think? That, what do you think that song's from the Bible? Like, what do you? T no, no. What I'm saying is, I mean, anything that's been invented was invented from something else. There is nothing original. You, it's been step by step. Let me tell you something, Andrea. All, yeah. Let me tell you something. You cannot trace what we just heard just now, the 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 smoothness of that, where that came from. You can't trace that back nowhere. What I'm saying about the hip hop thing. Is like okay. I know people are like oh, white people stole blues from. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I know that. I understand that, and mm. I'm a I'm a card carrier because you know I'm president of racism. Absolutely. I'm a card carrier, a card carrying hip hop fan. I mean, for my whole life, yeah. I grew up with it. I'm saying that when Elvis stole, he stole the the concept and everything else, but he did make it his into own. his thing. Yeah. And and I don't look stealing, stealing, but he did at least 
take it and take make it up and, another and get notch. it influenced. Yeah. This song. So are you saying are you saying that's more honorable and more respectable than taking something and still giving that person credit instead of taking it <clears throat> and saying no 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 I came up with this on my own. Put it this way. So so when Dr. Dre sits down and he takes samples from everyone under the sun. <laughs> she's not believing all that. And he puts it together in this new way. It becomes something. No, 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 no. Here's my problem. It's not. Did you, did you just hear Joe Cocker's song, Woman to Woman? Yeah. Did you? Did it's you, straight You yes. know what rap song that is, right? Um, Play that Woman um, to Woman again, Danny. I think the difference, Andrea, is that it is straight jazz. <laughs> it's not sample. It's just he, listen he to had song, a pistol. It, listen to the song. Just listen to it while you're being uh, somebody from New Jersey. You can sing the the <laughs> California lyrics to this. You can come sing. on, Andrea. Come on, come on, move those little skinny white girl hips. <laughs> come on, hey, you hear that? White girl, but my hips ain't Let me tell you something. Let me thanks, thanks, thanks for the call, sweetie. Listen, listen to me. This is the song in its entirety. I don't. This is what I'm asking you. I, I don't. I understand things are stolen and, th but this is the song. And what I'm saying, this is my own disappointment to this is that I enjoyed. California love before I enjoy this. It's unfair for me to enjoy anything besides this first, and then I go, oh wow, woman to woman, he took it and, and hip hopped it up. All right, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. All right, Jay from Yonkers. Jay? Oh, geez, what's up? How are you, sir? What's up? I'm fine. Yo, I, I, yo, I love you this morning, man. You have just. Yo, you've unco uncovered a phenomenon. Like, if you're not in this, you don't know what this is. And right now, you're bringing it to everybody. You know, you've uncovered a phenomenon called digging. You know, Dre and any other producer who's trying to do it, you got to do your homework. You got to dig. I, and, digging and in the crates. And, and look, yeah. I will. I will. Hold on, Jay. I will say this again. The two, the two nuts and bolts that are keeping me attached right. is one that this is. YouTube generation where I had just have a access to right, right. woman to woman and I and then I can judge okay okay and secondly wait a minute is that without digging I would not have even known, know that this existed so I'm saying that's why that's why I say it's a you got to be in it to know it's because as a producer when when you digging all right like you may look you may look at a Dre record and you look and you see where the sample comes from and you listen you be like wow. And, like, all, only good producers will listen to that entire record, you know, and see what else they could get from it. But before you even go there, you got to understand the time and the era of hip-hop. Okay. You know, that that when all that music, if you think about classic albums from that era. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jay. You sound like you're a DJ. No, I'm you That's what I'm, produces. I'm loving. Oh, you produce? Yeah. Yeah, I produce. Okay, all I mean, right. So as a producer, I'm going to ask you a producer question. Why okay. is Puffy... The, the the Darth Vader and Dr. Dre is Obi-Wan when it comes to producing. Why is Puff the cornball, oh, Jesus, Puff is thief, and Dr. Dre is a genius, or Hank Shockley hey, is a genius. You know, I'm about the, 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 the genius in it with them. Okay, now, like, take for example, now, back in the days, before I knew how to play instruments or anything, I just all I had was the records. Okay. And there was a beat machine called 
It was the SP twelve hundred. We got to know, well, listen, man, Jay, what is, this is my question. Because my thing I'm about is, to tell you what, right, what, right, what, right. what the genius of them is. Okay. The genius of them is, is that they, make, they take those samples and they make it appeal to the masses. That's the genius of them. Uh, no, it no, does not. Are no, you out your mind, Jay? You did, that, no, no, that I'm argument telling you because, win. listen, 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 so you can give, you can give the same sample to 12 different producers and nine out of 12 of them. Mm, not with the well, songs I play look, today. Look, no. Woman Cal- to Woman just now. Woman to Woman Ca- is That is straight, California love. It is there straight is jack. no, let me tell you the closest, in my, thanks for calling, dude, in my estimation, in my estimation or my research, my little research that I've been doing, uh, the RZA is the, is the only one. Yeah. That, that does takes it stuff. and does something else yeah. with it. Now, there's probably some songs that did that and did this, that, and the third, but the RZA from Wu-Tang takes something and turns it into something like, right. that's creative. Right, right, right. Because I've been, I've been chasing them down. They, they sample some stuff, yeah. and they take it, and they do it. Doing something, other stuff, mixing other samples with it. Uh. But California Love is straight jacked. Ah. Uh. Pistol, pistol, Patrick. Patrick, is he there? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, Patrice? How are you? No, I just, I, I got a real big problem with, uh, you know, these people calling up saying that, you know, sampling is, it's all about appealing to the masses. Because I go to school for, you know, music theory, okay. music composition and things. I write my own, you know, orchestrations, uh, mainly on the guitar because that's a more popular instrument these days. But things like sampling and hip hop and everything, all of it is garbage. No matter, you know, what, you're taking someone else's ideas. And it's like I remember a couple of years ago, Joe Rogan was on the show. He was talking about how Carlos Mencia and uh, Dane Cook were ripping bits off him, mm-hmm. where it was the same bit, you know, if Rogan did a joke about going to the zoo. So, you're, put, wait, so you're, putting, to- you're putting, you're just saying any, but what about, okay, what about, the idea that Elvis Presley stole from from blues and, and, and old blues singers and old R&B people. Um, and I'm not giving him credit, but I'm saying if you're going to do something, if that is the, look, hip-hop is based on rap, mm. the, you know, poetic. So you don't have to be a musician. Right. But I'm saying that why, he hung up, yeah. why is that considered being genius? And also, this is the question of the year. Why is Puffy the guy who gets jerked as the as the hack producer and Dr. Dre is a genius? Well, I, I, I you know, I'm a car carrying hip hop dude and I never heard the grunt. You know what I'm saying? Dude. So maybe And which fa- one would you rather listen to? The grunt. But the <laughs> but the point is the the samples that that uh uh, Dr. Dre used was samples that no, he just dug in the crates deeper. It just, <laughs> I, that's the only thing I can see. He's a, digger, he's a, he's a he's deeper a, digger. He's a deeper digger. <laughs> you deep digger. You, <laughs> you digging dig, you deep digger. Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> Tim. Yo. Jersey, what's up, man? What's happening? Will Smith has to be the biggest offender of this. I mean, but his latest stuff was. All stolen, man. Summer, like summertime. Was, yeah, summertime, summertime was, was cool straight. That was straight, Jack. Yeah. Did with it, man. That was all stolen. I used to work in a warehouse, and that, like the original tune yeah, came on. I'm like, oh, this is Will Smith. No, it's not Will Smith. I mean, 
it was incredible how much it sold. Wild Wild West and everything, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, man. Thanks, man. The, the the thing the thing that 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 trips me out is for me. I'm just trying to get it clear. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Please tell me what. It, why should I not ever? Why should I not listen to play? All right, ready? We we on the Dr. Dre thing. Play play uh uh Leon Hayward, please. Just please play that. This one this one shocked me, and yeah. I I just didn't even know it, and I should be ashamed of myself. I should be ashamed. Mm. Triple platinum. This album went triple platinum. I should be ashamed. Yeah. Please tell me where the where the where what the they, where he didn't use the sample as an element to create something new. This is the whole song. Just listen. Even that, that's in there. We just gotta get to this part. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Just turn that off. They don't deserve more. <laughs> they don't, Too much. They don't deserve anymore, man. They don't deserve anymore. Oh, man. Dude. I, Tom from Westbury. Is it anybody on hip hop side? Let me see. Yo, Patrice, what's going on, man? How are you, sir? Yo, I just want to say, bro, I feel so stupid right now. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, ne I never I never, even heard that Joe Cocker song. Right. And I hate, I hated Tupac. I never liked Tupac. And when California Love came out, I was like, yo, he just robbed EPMD. Because EPMD. See what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I can't even be mad at you because I did that. With yeah. po of Poor Righteous funky Teachers. Junk. Poor Righteous Teachers was the very. I said, how dare they? How dare this group war? <laughs> <laughs> Steal from the great PRT. <laughs> Don't feel bad, dude. Don't feel like bad. I tell you that, that that Joe Cocker song you just played is hot. I want hot. that. Yeah. It, it, woman to woman. Yeah. yeah. And when we get to Gary Wright, matter of fact, here's a Jay Z all timer. You, you got you got uh, five to one available. Just like I said, uh, I gotta gonna, get. This, I gotta, gonna, this gonna blow somebody's mind. I gotta get white people. This credit. gonna straight blow somebody's mind. Hey, thanks for calling, dude. You gotta post these on the website too. I don't know. <laughs> you find them yourself. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. You do your own journey. Uh, look at Sam. <laughs> look at Sam. Big mouth opening up. <laughs> oh my God! I did the same thing, Sam. Uh, <laughs> Wow. We're going to get to the Jay-Z part that yeah. everybody going to know in a second. No one here gets out alive now. It's crazy. Yours, and it's hotter. <laughs> Listen, ready? Ready? <laughs> Remember that? Remember that, Brooklyn? When you shot that dude? Remember when you shot that dude that was talking, that was trying to get your girl at the club, son? On Pickin' Avenue. Remember that, kid? What that dude say? Hey, yo, turn that up. We about to blow his head off, son. What? Turn that Jay-Z up. You was, you was turning on the doors. Listen, listen, listen. Is that crazy? Ready? Hold on, hold on, Look. Turn that up. Turn that up. 
What do you say, yo? Hey, yo, King. Uh, dudes got bodies. Hey, yo, let's wrangle, son. People got, got bodies, bodies on the, the doors. doors. <laughs> People got bodies. You stabbed that dude in the hallway, leaking. son. He's leaking you to the doors. It, you kept it real. <laughs> To Jim Morrison. <laughs> Representing. You shot that dude, man. Go apologize, man, because you shot him. Because this song hyped you up. Hey, yo, you ready? You ready? Yo, turn that, turn that Jay-Z up, son. Turn that up, man. Get you hyped up, yo. We give me the body, this kid. <laughs> yo, take some of this, kid. Take some of that. Take some Hit that. Hit that. Yeah. Yeah. Jay-Z, he knows yeah. how I'm feeling. Son. He feels me. Son, I get crazy when I listen to the doors. I'm about to hit this dude in his face, I get yo. Crazy. <laughs> oh. You what? Uh, what'd he do to you? What'd he do to you? Yo, he stepped on my sneakers, man. I just bought him. My Jordan. He's out of here. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Y'all ready? Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Build it up. Hold on. Look at Sam's goofy face. <laughs> He's been enlightening you, little worm. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. Look at Sam. Ready? Ready? This is the big part. This, this is the part. This is crazy. Son, I get crazy to the doors. What? 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 I'm going to wet everybody. Wet the what? whole club to the doors. What? 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 Who? What'd he say? Son, 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 <laughs> son, murk that kid, son. Hold up, oh, this just in, this just in. We gotta go to break, but we got a little primetime gossip from the new enlightened Negro Sam. <laughs> Negro. We're back, and primetime gossip is exploding with breaking Opie and Anthony news. ONA show hosts, Opie and Anthony, have abandoned ship. They've decided to take an early vacation and leave everyone's favorite token black friend, Patrice O'Neill, with the reins of the show. I almost think it's a setup. I, I don't trust it. However, what started off as a happy-go-lucky experiment has quickly become a hostile takeover. Upon sitting down in the studio, Patrice immediately became drunk with power, threatening the staff of the ONA show. I like to thank um, sickly little Anthony and um, in love Opie for letting me do this and and abuse his staff. So I might have to actually whip these guys into shape. Within 10 minutes, Patrice started restaffing and saying goodbye to many of the show regulars, claiming that there were too many white faces around him. I'm going to fire stump brain soon. I'm going to be a Puerto Rican. E-Rock's out of here. I'm already playing in my cabinet. Patrice's reign of power is seemingly unstoppable. However, if there is any good news to come of this, at least Patrice is breaking some of those ugly black stereotypes. There's going to be strippers and pit bull fighting in this place before you know it. How has Patrice managed to pirate the Opie and Anthony show? Will ONA get it back? And who will survive? Stay tuned as PTG keeps you informed on one of the most dangerous situations in radio history. Show. Uh, you're listening to a big racist, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, I thought you were the big racist. No, no, Patrice O'Neill. Ah. Uh. 
And that's all you get, fatso. Not even that insult by Opie bothers me with this song. Say what you want about my mama. Talk about my mama when this song's playing. What's up, man? Welcome back to Opie and Anthony. Um, Patrice O'Neill guest hosting with uh, with the lovely Dante Nero on my side there. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, today is Unsung Hip Hop Sample Day. These are people that um, you heard of the rap song, but you might not have heard of the actual song. And uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, Danny. Uh, let me let me plug Norton tonight. Uh, Norty, the young Jim Norton, is going to be performing at 7 p.m. at Caesars Palace in the Augustus Ballroom, and that's in at the uh, Comedy Festival in Las Vegas. Uh, you can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Again, Jim Norton will be performing tonight at the world-famous Caesars Palace in the Augustus Ballroom at the Las Vegas Comedy Festival, and you can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. That's going to be a good show, man. That's a good festival. Um... You, you doing anything, sir? Yeah, tonight I'm at Eastfield Comedy Club, uh, tonight and Saturday, 85 East 4th Street. You hosting the, or are you just I'm, doing uh, a spot? I'm, actually, I'm doing a spot. You doing, doing a spot? Just a regular yeah. old spot? Nice uh, nice yeah. half-hour spot? You'll be doing a half-hour spot? Hook it up. Down That's, there, the uh, young Dante? 212-260-2445 for information. And um, you can call up the, call up the radio station for some free tickets if they want. Uh, the radio station will come to the club. Call, call the, the club. club, all right. Yeah, call, call the, the club. club. Call the club for free um, tickets and say you're an O and A friend. Yeah, mention O and A, uh, and you'll get you'll get some free tickets. Mm. And uh, what's what's the address again? It's uh, 85 East Fourth Street in Manhattan. That's the Eastville Comedy Club, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, I don't know how I move on from this. I it's, could just uh, we'll just play a little couple of samples yeah, here. And right there. now, from now, we'll just we'll just slip it in there slip and look. It it'll be up to you. Matter of fact. We you won't do even the say the song no more. You, you wanna... find out what it is. <laughs> oh, man. I had a good night's sleep last night, and I'm feeling good. I actually slept. Really? Um, I usually don't sleep. Um, I slept over my girl's house the other day, and I've realized what keeps me up at night when I sleep over her house. Right. What's that? Her love. <laughs> just, it's just an annoyance. <laughs> my, her love just keeps me awake. Her love for me. <laughs> You know, because I got I to gotta pee like an old man, you know. <laughs> Either my prostate's swollen or, you know, the diabetes makes me go to the bathroom every five seconds. And anytime I move, she goes, are you okay? You're okay. Are you all right? Honey? You okay? <laughs> you need anything? You need anything? She oh, goes, runs the bathroom. She goes, flush the toilet as she, I pee. Uh, like, my girl just... Does she shake for you, too? Or no? She Does just she loves me. <laughs> and I'm not against that. But I don't think she loves me... I think she loves because she's she never loves been a, loving. She loves love. She hasn't been in love her life. Mm. She has a kid that she loves. Mm. Now a new puppy that she loves, <laughs> and a man that she loves. And she's always been this just this selfish bitch, <laughs> just all about her. Just, just, just. It's me, 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 and more me. And now she just. I realize, sweetie, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I like you there. <laughs> But just I realized why I wasn't sleeping. I slept good last night. You know why? No love. She didn't go, you got to get up at four. What? This is her voice I use for her. <laughs> <laughs> you an old fat black lady. <laughs> you got to. You got to. Why you ain't um? Don't you got to get up at four? Why you not? Why you not sleeping yet? It's quarter to seven in the evening. <laughs> 
You got to get up and do radio. You know, you got to be up and ready to go. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I was last night, I was sitting up playing my video games. I was drinking diet, um, some type of root beer, diet root beer something. And I was gulping down like, actually like M&M's, sugar-free turtles. With the um the the nuts and the uh and the caramel inside, right, right. that ain't good for you. No. But I think anything that says sugar free and diet is good. Means I can eat <laughs> that, ten thousand of them. So last night I was just there was no love interfering. Yeah. I got up, um, went to the bed, chilled out for a minute, and um, usually when she's there, um, for some reason she needs me in the bed with her to sleep. So. At some point, I have to read something with my cell phone light. Jesus. Um, and she's cold, like some old lady. I, and um, I'm I, trying. I know. Uh, it's, this is so hard for me. I know because. Because we used to be the pimp trio. Card, like uh, Card carrying, carrying pimps. Pimps, stump brain. I mean, uh, only and only thing when I mean car carrying pimp, I mean. Boy, did I have a lot of girls. Yeah. And they all knew about each other. And didn't care. Oh, I kept them in the matrix. I said, look. <laughs> the blue pill. Be happy when I'm there. <laughs> Straight. I might have to go to the board. You actually have a puppy. You have a puppy. I bought. Pimps don't have puppies. Look, at pimps do not shop for puppies. <laughs> you got a puppy bed. Let me let me tell you something else pimps don't ever say. Wee wee pad. <laughs> 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 oh God! It's over. Pimps, pimps do not say wee wee pad. I'm still carrying the torch, but I, I thought you. I... Look at man, you just came back though. Yeah. Um. You just let's say this. You've been married a long time. Yeah. Now you. I mean, if I'm allowed to say this yeah. information. Yeah. You're no longer married, right? Right. Officially signed official, on the line. Official. But and one, thank God you ain't got nothing because she didn't get nothing. You exactly, get everything. Exactly. I got everything I came in, which was was nothing. Nothing. She got fifty percent of nothing, which means half of nothing. She got point nothing. But one thing, what did I think say about marriage is that I was really glad that I wasn't faithful because I would, if I was faithful, oh. I would have really been upset about the divorce. So <laughs> I can't join in with you. I know my girl's listening right now, and her a-hole just tightened up. Uh, um, what, here's, uh, what she, here's what my girl does know. She knows I don't want to be faithful. <laughs> she knows. What, Go ahead. What was the thing that pissed her off that we, I said some, oh, it was the threesome rules. And I said never, when you have a threesome, you never uh, go and sleep with the other girl while she's not around when she's not around and after that she was you finished you can't because she's her her we biggest have, fear was that i would i would cheat with the threesome with the girl. threesome check um but here's the, the reason it's her fault that we don't do that by the way is because um she doesn't have patience for women mm. i'm not supposed in the threesome world of rules there's, you there's are not rules of engagement to, you're not supposed to two things one is one is two girls and a guy is a threesome. Two guys and a girl is a train. Train, absolutely. Um, if I need to get another guy, that's my responsibility. If my girl wants to be with another man and me, that's my responsibility to get the guy. If she wants to be, if I want to be with two girls and you know her and another girl, it's her responsibility to get the girl. But she's unfriendly, right? So she doesn't want. She doesn't have patience. 
She has a basis for the stupid stuff that she does. Well, my girl don't do that, though. Not no more. She used to. But not. Mm. Nah. Yeah, I remember. Mm, yeah. The only thing my girl is now that is overwhelming is in love. <laughs> Her love is up jubilant. And, and, and you can't. See, that's, the, that's their pimp move. Mm. Is to overwhelm you like, uh, with their love where you can't say, hey, will you stop loving me? Like, this morning I got a text from her <laughs> at 4.15 when I was supposed wow. to get up. Hey, it's 4.15. Like, she doesn't have to be up till 12 noon. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting up at 4.15 <laughs> to, to check on her to make sure her mom is still living. <laughs> <laughs> it's full. We can figure this out at 10.30. If you don't get up at 4.15, my mama going to die. I'll be like, mm, how about 10.30? You better stay up through the night. You think your mom? Because <laughs> I just go to sleep at 4.12. But anyway, I bought her a dog and um, a puppy for a daughter because ultimately here's something since she has a kid. And I have to, I've learned about this because I love the kid. The kid's a good kid. She one thing is kids don't have friends no more. Right. She only has friends from school, and she makes play dates. They don't go outside. They don't. There's no mommy. I'm going outside to play. It's because I guess all all of a sudden, out of nowhere, everybody's a pedophile. Yeah, and everybody's a kidnapper. I don't know if more people get kidnapped and kids get touch funny than before, or they just advertise it more. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So ultimately. Um, the kid is lonely. She comes in and mm. I see she talks to herself. She has full blown, like actual schizophrenia conversations with herself, like very well thought conversations. Um, and not even with dolls. Almost she's almost grown. She sits there, her legs are folded in the chair. Uh, she lights a little <laughs> pretend cigarette and just has conversations with herself. But it's not because of craziness. It's just no. It's just of course not. It's just that she has. 47 hours of homework. Yeah. If she misses school, she has to do... It's unreasonable, her schooling. Right. Unreasonable schooling wow. going on now. And she has to come in and do these crazy, this crazy work. She does her work. Uh, and then all she has to do to relate is from adults, adult kind of things. And she has to make play dates and all kind of goofiness. So ultimately... Um, I said, let me get her a dog, but of course I'm allergic. So <laughs> I get the sniffles in my eyes, swell up, scratch in my throat. <laughs> there's a, you know, there's a special cat that costs $75,000 <laughs> called a, a Siamese a gunga cat that doesn't have a lot of dander. So you can kiss my dander. So I got her this little poodle. You know, and the, she's in love. The girl's in love. But also, Miss, um, um, I, I got it. You know, she's in love, too. So, and unfortunately, uh, this is where my pimp card gets canceled. Yeah. And I love the dog, too. Yeah. The dogs, I just, I'm a dog lover. It's, I wish to God I wasn't an animal lover. Animal, I, that slows me up. I never saw I Am Legend because of the scene where I, where I heard he had to choke his dog because he got bit by the I Am Legend monsters and he had to kill his dog. Oh, look at Stunt Brain made a sad blowing out. Yeah, I can't see it either because yeah. of that. You're a dog lover oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a dog lover. I mean, dogs, I had a dog when I was 17, got hit by a car. I never had another one because I just, I didn't want to, 
I just didn't want to love something that mm. much that didn't know my name, that didn't know, <laughs> didn't know. I couldn't. I had to figure out what it said. Yeah. So ultimately, um, I haven't seen that. Um, three thing, three animal things that that touch me to my heart. Right. One or four, actually. Thank you, sir. Four things. One is this thing where pit bulls attack bears. They, there's a there's a sport I forgot bear what the baiting name. Bear baiting. Yeah. It, it's a terrible thing. I saw it. It bust. It messed me up. Um, baby seal club, and I saw it once when I was a kid, and it, that messed me up. Um, this new, this new polar bears. Oh, drowning! The drowning, drowning polar yeah. bears. Global warming. Horrible, because they can't. They know where to it? sit. They. There's icebergs that they swim from icebergs because of global warming. They can't get to a stable iceberg, so they just drown in the water. They can't swim. There's nowhere to go. Right. They just know where to be, and so polar bears just get in the water and just swim to their death. Horrible. Is there a fourth one? I think that's three. Where's the other one? Clubbing, dog fighting. Dog fighting. And actual well, dog fighting. But that's not... What you know. about the uh, the the, the free-range... Food as opposed to uh, where they put the chickens in a little little box where they. Can't I'm gonna be move. quite honest with you. There's you certain care. animals they that get eat. no sympathy. Chickens is one. What about veal? Veal is terrible. I yeah. stopped eating veal just because of where they make veal. Yeah. Um, they make veal by making calves stand in a box. Yeah. And not move. And anemic. They make them anemic. So it's, it's milk a weird fed, thing. Milk fed, yeah. So anyway, I I stopped I stopped getting these. I just didn't want to have an animal. It bothered me too much. But now I got this poodle. And I'm trying to figure out how to get it to. Uh, I don't know what's going on, dude. Now it's a po- and stump brain. You got a poodle. Yeah. Now the poodle's five months or something, and we and we can't take it out quite yet because um, it hasn't had all its shots. So we're gonna get its shots, get it fixed, and all that. And right now we wee wee padding it. <laughs> now some people. <laughs> I just can't hear you say that. Oh phrase. man, yeah. I used to boy. <laughs> The pimp boy. Oh, I used hear to do about threesomes this. every week, and now I'm wee wee padding it. Mm. <laughs> Your wee wee pad training. I'm, pl- I'm plotting the death of my girl. <laughs> She's dead. I'm going to have to kill her. I already know what I'm going to do, too. You pillow, know for pillow over the head with a with two silences. <laughs> I won't even pull the pillow off. I'll duct tape the pillow over it so I don't see her poor face. <laughs> Which, by the way, I used to wonder why um, a lot of... I used to. This is president, president of racism. President of racism. Why white guys kill their wives? Mm. I used to go. Why don't you just leave them, white guy? What are you killing your wife for? What does she do to you? So ultimately, I realized what it was. One day I want to leave my girl for no other reason except for I was on the radio with that Dr. Z. It was a girl lady named Dr. Z, and we was on the radio, and I said, Dr. Z, mm, you look like you taste like pineapple juice. Right, and so when I get home, my girl's like, "Why are the women tasting like pineapples?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, I looked at her like, you, you know, you're not to interfere ever with what I say on the radio. I don't care what I say. Mm. This is how Wait. you got your shoes, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So shut your face. So I'm looking at her like, you know what? I already want a 21 year old to run around here naked for no reason, <laughs> and you're starting to bug me. I don't want to look at your head. The size of your head's down the bucket. <laughs> and I was getting ready to, I said, brace yourself. And she stood in the, in the doorway of, of, the, of the bathroom, and uh, she made a face like um, like she knew. 
this was, this was it. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily that I was leaving, but love was going to leave her life. <laughs> like, just love in general. Mm. And I looked at her, and she had that welling up eye, and I said, uh, I said, you lucky. I love you. Because I'd rather you be dead than to break your heart. <laughs> I'd rather a train hit you <laughs> than to watch you cry for something that I did. So you better be lucky I got feelings for you. And that is one of the most romantic things you've ever said. <laughs> Other than, here's some flowers, bitch, and I'm going to choke you. <laughs> Ready to get choked? Here's some flowers. <laughs> so anyway, so I got this dumb dog, and it's a good dog. I let it out. I don't know what the proper way I'm crate training. And then some people go, oh, crate training. Like everything is, you got to be a punk now right. for everything. Oh, crate training. So I guess crate training, you got to put the dog. Bobby told me about this. Bobby got dogs, and his dogs yeah. are in order. Yeah. They love them. He's got three in them, too. Two. And they, they love them. They love them, and they're in order. Right. And crate training, I guess you put them in a box like yep. veal. Yep. Where they, they can <laughs> barely move. Right. They can only move just to turn around and, mm-hmm. and, and in a circle. And you keep them in the crate until, until they have to go to the bathroom. Then you let them out. Mm. And they know where to go to the bathroom. But right now, it's the wee-wee pads. So we let mm-hmm. it go to the bathroom. Then we let them out. She goes to the bathroom on the wee-wee pads. Like, and then we have some type of you, you peed and doo-dooed party. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> With a treat. Oh, you doo-dooed. Yay! Doo-dooed. Yay! Everybody doo-dooed. doo electric slide. Little doggy doo-dooed. Go get the doggy cookie meat, the the. Chocolate chip doggy cookie with the chips of beef and the cookies made out of rib wow. and guar gum. And, <laughs> and, and and we had this puppy party and this, that, and the third. And it pees on the on the wee-wee pad. And then we let it out because we're supposed to. This is now you can play when right. you do to and pee. Because you earned it. You, you earned it. Right. Now you, she's running around. And then at, at any given time, she just decides to take a dump. Anywhere she wants. Like on the carpet, she just goes, nah, I think I'm a dump right here. <laughs> and you do the whole, hey, 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 try to catch him and all that. And you can't kick him in the rib cage like you could in, in the early 60s. Right, right. Up to about 85 where you catch right. him, you see a piece of, you see him leave a package and you take him by the scruff of their neck, smush their face in the, right. <laughs> this doodle on their nose <laughs> and you punch him in the stomach. And they don't even go, Wah! back in the 80s. Right. They didn't even go, Wah! They just, they just took it. They just took it like Denzel Washington from Glory. <laughs> you kick him in the, you kick him in the ass, and just a tear runs down their cheek, and they just take it like a soldier. Yeah. Choke him, beat him, and do whatever. Rolled up, you know, newspaper, and you know mm. they made newspaper out of that unrecycled stuff that was heavy, it was hard. You just and you hit them like a baseball bat swing to keep him from peeing. So you can't do that now. You kind of gotta go. Oh, schnooky That's a bad move. That's not, don't do that, God, dub, 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 and put him in the cage. And it's, I want to know how long do I have to be patient with this dog? Like, when can I kick it? <laughs> or, or when can I, stop brain, when can I choke the dog? The dog's five months old, so you've had it a month. It's right? really not five months. It's 17 years old. <laughs> then you got problems. No, it's five months, but it's. Isn't it like Seven, every month is 18 years? years? 
Yeah, but it's a five-month-old dog. It's still a puppy. You've got a while to go. And I'm just sitting here thinking, how many of the regular ONA listeners are tuning in to the wee-wee pad puppy training discussion going, what happened? I'm, Dude, I'm, really, I'm, I'm still in my heart a pimp. Yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to listen to you, and I just keep fading off into when we used to shop for alligator shoes. and <sighs> I still got them. But it's but you can't wear. Let me tell you what trick. I'm gonna tell you how she got me. I'm gonna tell you how she got me. If she didn't have a daughter, she'd be in deep trouble. I told you that. If she didn't have a daughter, that ain't even my kid, by the way. It doesn't matter. When I first met, I was like, "Ah, beat it, other guys, sack." (laughs) 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 Hi, 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 Mr. P. Beat it. I don't like you. Somebody else humped your mama and out you came. What do I need you? I don't even want to talk to you for talking to me. Get this thing out of here. I treat your mother like garbage. Go to your daddy. But ultimately, they, they get under your skin. I'm helping her with math. Yeah, and she's you. just like, yay. And I see my math training techniques working. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, you, you make me sick. I love this kid. I either got rid of her. Long time, yeah. Years ago, or not even get rid of her, because I told my girl I'm not ever going to get rid of her. I'm just demoting her back mm. down to hoe. <laughs> she messes up, you're being, dem- give me them stripes. Sorry, you're a hoe again. Uh. And now you have to work your way up back to Mrs. Hoe. <laughs> just private hoe. <laughs> I'll bump you down to private we talked. We talked about this before. I was like, that kid will get under your skin. She makes me sick that I'm, I, I, I care about the kid. And here's... Here's her mother. She, I bought the kid like she, she's in the in the supermarket pimping me, mm. and and I'm and she's real cool. And, and you know we we go in the supermarket. And she goes, Miss, no, that's my girl's voice, <laughs> Mr. P. Um, you know I was thinking my birthday's in in nine months, <laughs> <laughs> and I need a I need a iPod. So I'm like, I'm like. Ask your daddy. <laughs> Ask your daddy for a damn iPod. Oh, Mr. P. She introduced me to one of her friends. This is my stepdad, Mr. P. And she introduced me as he's half famous. <laughs> Which is really, he's half a celebrity. That's kind of accurate. Though. And she introduced me as that. And I go like this. <laughs> I go like this. I said to her, I said, I looked at her, right? I didn't even say nothing to her. She said, this is my stepdad. And I looked at her like, Urgh. and she goes, oh, shut up. You know you're my stepdad. I went, man, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. All right, we, all right, we got, we'll be back. I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. Um, we're going to talk more about this crane because we got some calls about the whether it's, uh, we got somebody from Julie. All dogs are different because I know white women are dog experts and yeah. they know how to train dogs without kicking them in the rib cage. Yeah. Uh, the number is eight seven seven two one two six two six three. That's eight seven seven two one two six two six three. O and A. Patrice O'Neill, Dante Neal. We'll be right back. Hi, Patrice O'Neill, doing our show, and. Uh, you know, it's going to be a good show, uh, but you're not going to get paid, Patrice. Sorry. Last night, Halloween fell on a weekend. <laughs> Me and Ghetto Boys are trick or treat. Finding little hits of cash. I don't know the words. Uh, 
That's Isaac Hayes. I told people I was gonna tell him about. That's Isaac Hayes. I'm what is it? I'm hung. Hung up on my baby. Hung up on my baby. Hung up on my baby. Uh. Mind playing tricks on me. Ah. It is unsung sample day. Unsung sample day on the ONA show. This is Patrice O'Neill with the young Dante Nero. Yeah, morning. Hey, we got a call um, about these dogs and the proper way to train them. And I'm going to any women, because women seem to, you know, they don't believe any type of violence or any type of, of, of like, the, the thing about the crates. Yeah. The crating is like something, some detail that you have to know is that you don't use the crate for punishment. Right. It can never think that the crate is a, a place of pain. Mm. So when it does wrong, you, look at Stump Brain still moving. <laughs> look at you. So good. God, if Isaac Hayes was alive, it might not have been slavery. <laughs> it may have not been Jim Crow if Quincy Jones was allowed to play his music. <laughs> Do you see that? Look at Stump Brain. And Stump Brain's car-carrying white man. Oh, yeah. And he, he was moving his shoulders. Mm. See that? And that, and you don't even know what the, the the rap song is to that classic song. No, I don't. Last night Halloween came on a weekend. Me and ghetto and boys are trick or treating. Yeah. Oh classic. man, classic. My wait, he, looking around my shoulder, peeking, peeking around my shoulder, <laughs> looking around corners, <laughs> <laughs> looking around corners, peeking around corners. My mind playing tricks on me. What a great song. Anyway, we have uh, Julie. Julie? Yes? Hi. You said all dogs Hi. are different. I'm trying to figure out how to get this crating. But see, let me say this, though, Julie. Okay. The, the dog kind of comes between my house and my girl's uh, house. Um, When she's at my, the dog pretty much respects me. Like, the dog doesn't do all of that stuff to me because, um, I, I, like, it wants to play, and I just sit there and look at it like I'm not playing mm -hmm. with you till you take your dump. It takes its dump and it doesn't do anything to really betray me. But but I don't. The dog stays with my girlfriend and her daughter most of the time, and so I'm trying to figure out how to get them not only to respect them, but also to not doodle on the rug. Yeah, that's always that's a tough thing. Well, the the one thing is the biggest mistake people make when they, they cry, I have two German Shepherd puppies, like a three month old and a seven month old. Okay. And yeah. And the biggest mistake people make is when they crate train, they put newspaper or those stupid wee-wee pads that you pay way too much money for. Uh -oh, uh -oh. Time. All right. Okay. And, and the crate. You, the thing is, when, when, the, when puppies, are, when they're born and when they're weaned, there's always, like, newspaper and stuff with the mother. So they associate that paper with peeing and the wee-wee pads with peeing. So if you put them in the crate... They're going to pee in the crate. But I don't put them in the crate. They, see, I, there's a little pillow in the crate, right? Oh, Jesus, mm -hmm. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to, uh, Proposition 8, I vote up. <laughs> up for proposition. As a matter of fact, I'm marching for them. It's a female puppy. It's a female puppy, and we don't put it... We don't the the wee-wee pads are outside the crate. We got a pillow in there from cuz what I understand about dogs, they don't like to do any um no, anything they where like they sleep. Really yeah. So so I it, it comes out and it goes to the wee-wee pad, but the problem is it goes to the wee-wee pad and we have the little the little UP party and then mm -hmm. and then when it's part it and it just decides, you know what? I'm a dump right here and then keeps playing. So the well, that's even the thing. Most most dogs won't even 
pee where they poop. They don't. It, oh, it, for some reason, my, my dog. I take really? I take my dogs outside. They'll mm. pee in one place. They'll they'll oh. go about ten more feet and they'll poop someplace else. Oh. I I don't know why that is, but the thing is, you go especially when they're puppies, you gotta watch them. You really gotta watch them because I mean, I would sit up all night. My little my girl, she let me tell you, she's a bitch. My other one, he never peed in the house, never pooped. He go even when he was. Two months old, he'd go right where I brought him home. He went right to the door and go out. Well, what, well, what, did you, what was your technique, though? What was, can, I mean, Unfortunately, the technique is not getting a lot of sleep. you gotta, you got to watch them and start knowing when they start getting, like, funky and restless and start, like, tripping well, out. Well, doing it on my rug. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they would be hey, on my rug. Hey, baby, you got to stay up. Well, all right. Thank you, Julie. Um, we got to go to uh, Ethel. Ethel in Ohio. Hello? Hi, how are you? I'm tr- what's your deal? What's, what's going on? Okay. What you need to do is what's called bench training your puppy. What is you it? Have to put it bench into, training. You have to put it into the cage or tie it to a bench. That's why it's called bench training. And then and you have to do this. Sounds, wait a minute. That sounds extreme for a white lady. Like, usually <laughs> y'all are very anti any of that. Like, usually it's just a lot of tickling and stuff. But just saying tie it to a bench... And just yeah, I'm not saying choke it. <laughs> I'm saying tie it like with a leash, so that because a dog, most dogs, and I know pit bulls are different, but most dogs are not going to pee where they sleep. And right. it was a vet that actually taught this to me because I was using the paper training method, and he said, "Do not do that because you're teaching it to go in the house. What you have to do is bench train it. So you put it in its house, its cage. You said you have a cage for it. You put it in its cage." And what it will do is, is bark and yip at night when it has to go to the bathroom. You have to get up and take it outside. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you're teaching it to go outside. And my dog, it took it a week to do it. Now, Ethel, does that mean that the, the crate actually, this is Dante, uh, the, the crate itself becomes the den, the, the, the dog's den or the, the dog's yeah, home? Yeah, that's the dog's house. Uh, that's the okay. dog's home. So it feels comfortable, like secure yeah. in that den. So this right. this wee wee pass situation is just useless. My dog, when I first got her, she was six weeks old and she was peeing and pooping all over the house. And you, and and you crated it up. And vet, you, wait, you only crated at a certain time. You only crated at night. At night, every night when you go to bed, you put the dog in there, and that's the dog's bed. So don't crate it before the the, the bedtime. So what do you do with the dog during that whole daytime thing? You let it run around? You leave it out, but if it goes in the house, you, you take it outside and you show it, no, you go outside. Just like you were saying, you rub its nose in it, you oh, so do you, rub its So nose you do do the, the whole rubbing nose in it? Yes, you do. You make, you make that dog smell it, and then you take it outside. Is that only when you, you catch it? it? That's where it goes. And how about a rolled-up People magazine? <laughs> no, you don't hit it. All right, all right. The only way you correct it is flick it in the nose. A dog cannot stand to be flicked in the nose. Okay. You don't flick it hard, but you just give it a flick in the nose. All right. Thank, thank you, Steve. Uh, not Steve. Sorry, it's Ethel. I'm looking. At <laughs> You're so, thank you, Ethel. Um, Joyce. Joyce. Yeah. Hi. You a dog breeder? I am. I've been doing it for 15 years. All these women have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> All right. Now you're not. You're not one of these breeders that the reason my damn dog got some. Hooping cough. Some hooping cough because the damn trachea is not fully developed because they breeded the mother with an ostrich. God, no, I got a no, no, $1,200 no. retarded dog. 
I right. breed maybe twice a year. I breed when I want to keep something to show. What kind of and, what kind uh, of dog do you breed? Japanese Chen. Oh, okay. Really? Wow. Rich people dogs. <laughs> Fit for what? Like five Gs for those, right? Uh, twelve hundred plus. Mm. And what's the Family. okay? Well, well, well. All right. So here, here's my suggestion. Okay, first off, is this puppy, like, pooping in one certain spot, or is it just yes. pooping all over the house? No. It poops on the... It, po- it poops. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let me get a hold of my... Pimp card my revoked. Hold it, homosexuality. <laughs> I am finished. Uh, well, let me, wait, let me just get a hold of myself, Joyce. It, okay. poo- it poops... <laughs> Woo! It poops on the wee-wee pads and pees on <laughs> right. the wee-wee pads. And when it does mess up, it only messes up in one spot. Okay. Well, then what you need to do is take those wee-wee pads, which I, I agree with the woman that called in about the whole wee-wee pad thing. I would try to switch over a newspaper. Number one, you know, it doesn't cost as much. But, you know, most puppies will go on either or. So I would try the newspaper and so spend all that money on wee-wee pads. You know, because it, it, it's just ridiculous. Well, you know, only the best for my dog, wee-wee pads. <laughs> <laughs> only well, the best for my poodle, all that old newspaper. Now, wait a minute, though. We're trying to figure out why it, from time to time, and it knows. Here's the thing. The dog's smart enough to know that when it goes to, it that it has a disco party when it takes a dump and mm. pees. Mm. So she, when she's well, not getting played with, she goes, all right, come on. She absolutely... Squeezes one out, yeah, so that she can play, and then she well, goes me, and doodles on the damn rug. Well, let me ask you this, okay? When she doodles, does she go around and do her doodle dance? You know, do it the whole circle thing? Um, Kicking the back legs. She's always sniffing around, though. But that Bobby told me this: that dogs actually are embarrassed. To doodle sometimes in front of people. Like, she only doodles when no one's around. Okay, well, okay, wherever <laughs> she's doodling that, you need to put a pee pee pad there, okay? Oh. Right by doing that. Plus, also, the scent is already there where she's doodling. So, you need to try to, you know, there's a lot of different products on the market that you can use to try to get that scent out of there because she thinks, okay, well, I, I pooped here and, and, and here I'm going to poop here again because, you know, I did it before. So, the scent's there. You need to try mm. to get it out of the rug or, or whatever it is that you have down, right. you know, at that particular spot where she keeps going. Right. And then, you know, put, put, a, put a pad there because, you know, number one, she's going there already. But won't that, wait a minute, won't that uh, have her think... That that's her pee place. Like well, if I if I do, if I support that she's peeing there. Well, what you what you're going to do is move it gradually towards where she's supposed to go. First off, I think you're maybe you're giving her a little bit too much room to run. Uh, being a young puppy like that, this is if you're just giving a, her the entire house to run in, you know, then you know maybe you should try to restrict it off to maybe a kitchen area. Or um, you know maybe a laundry area or something right. like that, and, and and try to keep her confined. Now when you guys are out paying attention to her and she's you know and playing with her, right. then bring her out at that particular point. Right. But maybe confine her to one you know like smaller area. All Make right. sure she has her pee pee pads in there, 
And then that way, she knows that that's where I'm supposed to be going. I'm um, right. going on the PT right. pad, but, you know. And, mm-hmm. and right now, I think you're just giving her a little bit too much freedom right. for being such maybe, a young puppy. Maybe and like you talking you, right now, Joyce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do I have to put a wee-wee pad down for your mouth? Will you slow down for a minute? Jesus <laughs> Joyce, we got to oh, take, t- take another call. Thank you for calling, sweetie. It's a lot of work. Oh, Why don't you just have a baby? Um, I tried. I don't think I'm working. <laughs> and, Lord, that feels good. <laughs> hey, Chris, what's up, man? What's up? How are you, man? Listen, listen, that lady you just had on can't be a dog beater. There's no way. All right. <laughs> the first Nobody knows nothing. No <laughs> my family my family's bred dogs from the time I was like five years old. I remember teaching dogs to go to the I'm, bathroom outside. I'm going to tell you, your accent sounds like you really love animals. <laughs> He's like, hey, there, come here. Come here, Fluffy. Yeah. I love you, you. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, but but the first thing any dog breed will tell you is there are no bad dogs. There's just unattentive owners. Okay. All right? If you know your dog's going to go, like, if you know your dog, you can you can know your dog. You look at it, and you know it's kind of getting ready to, you know, it'll circle. It'll walk in circles, and then it'll take the dump. Right. You, you catch the dog as it's circling, pick it up since it's a puppy, walk it outside, and let it go. It's that easy. Once it Wait goes, a minute. So, we, so basically, food. what everybody's really saying right now, I, I hear, is wee-wee pads are ridiculous. They're retarded. They're a way to make money off your pet. They're like coats. You don't need to buy a coat for your dog. All right, thanks for your call, dude. We have to think about this. Oh man, sounds like more time. You got to put more time uh, yeah, watching them. Boof, boy, 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 boy. I'm Steve. Hey, what's up, Patrice? How are you, sir? I'm trying to figure out right. this whole thing with this dog. Please help. All right, listen. Here's the deal. When we were growing up, if we did something wrong, like what did our parents do to us? I got a beaten. Exactly. But exactly. Okay, I got two dogs. You know, I, I almost feel, wait a minute, let me absorb this right now because, dude, I'm feeling you. I'm fi- I had a dog that back in the day you you punched it in the eye. <laughs> That's it, and they stopped going outside. But so we, it's just the same thing as children. We can't do it. And That's it. We can't. All right, thanks, man. We cannot. You can't do it no more. You can't kick the dog in the stomach like you could. In <laughs> Patrice the early O'Neill 80s. is going to be on ASPCA Dallas cop. You cannot Animal put the dog police. in a cobra clutch <laughs> until it's slightly it's chicken wing. It slightly starts to go to sleep, and then you hit it Please. on the back of the neck to wake it up. <laughs> Because we could hit a dog. When I grew up, you, you hit a dog with newspaper. The dog went... Smushed his nose in it. The dog knew something bad was happening. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it do it on the floor, it would look at you like it knew it did something wrong and run for its life mm-hmm. until you cornered it, hit it with a golf club, <laughs> and, and dunked his head in water while you wore your number seven Atlanta Hawks jersey. <laughs> Oh, man. Ah. I'm going to take a couple more calls, man. Justine, make it quick, beautiful. What is your advice? Oh, no, I was just going to say you need to um, pay attention to your dog because when we we got our puppy, he was uh, three months old, 
And we would keep him in a crate when we weren't playing with him. We always watched him, and we would take him out every hour in the beginning and give him a cookie every time he would go outside. And then he got used to he got used to going outside and going to the bathroom. And now he'll come up to us when he has to go and just, like, make noises and just do, like, a pee-pee dance. And then, you know, he got to and like, and like say, And how old is your dog now, though? He's a year and a half. And he'll come up to you and go, mm-hmm. how, and how, long, how long did it take you to train him? About, uh, like, two weeks. Mm. Because you, we just, you just got so, me. So it's five months. So it's five months. Should I, how much more time before I um, have to. You're have supposed to, to keep him in a crate for at least a year when you're not home or when they're sleeping right. because it's it gets so, them used so to so being, excessive. when they're by right. themselves, then they get used to, uh, and like, keeping themselves busy. They don't get bored. And then later on, when they're alone, they won't chew up your house because he, he needed, you know, he's a Labrador, so he needed to figure out how to keep himself entertained and keep the crate, crate trained. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm telling my girl to listen to this because this is people helping her out because they don't do it on my rug. Thanks for calling, <laughs> sweetie. Um... We got. We'll take one more call. Um, um, do, 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 do. um, let me take JP. Yo, Patrice. Yes, sir. What's up, bro? Enough with these women. It goes in the house. I put it. <laughs> That's how I well, feel about it. I punch that dog right in the mouth. Punch his oh, baby teeth out. But let me tell you something. You are a man who tries to tell me, oh, you got to train your woman. you got to keep your woman in line. Ah, there you go. And you can't stop your dog from peeing on the floor? How are you training a woman? It ain't my Emma effing floor, I told you. <laughs> I'm it trying to help this Emma bitch effing... to stop doodling on this other bitch's carpet. Well, you better train. You, you better not be saying you can train a woman if you can't stop a dog but from you peeing can, on the floor. This is what I was saying to Dante off air. I can talk to a woman. They understand right. the communication in terms of I don't <laughs> I don't catch my girl peeing on the floor <laughs> and then grab her by the scruff of her neck and go bad girl. Even though yeah. actually But what I'm saying is the the it's dog I look, I watched that season Milan and he's gangster with yeah, it. Yeah. He's amazing. But I'm saying what what you do with women is that it's a social thing. Dogs is this Animal thing, even yeah. though the, the woman thing is animal too. Yeah. But you gotta understand what I'm saying. What are you? I, I mean, you gotta figure out what relates. Some to pimps, what. some pimps hit their women, and, and some, some pimps don't. I, I figure. The ahead. problem is, you keep. You just said it yourself. You said there's a difference between you know you treat a woman like a woman, and then an animal is an animal. You're trying to treat like all these women saying, "Be nice and give it a cookie." That's treating <laughs> like a person. It's a dog. If it pees on the floor, kick it. I'm not, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> He's got out of there. If it pees on the floor, kick, kick it, it in. That's tough. <laughs> hey, oh, man. <sighs> we ain't got to figure out. At least we want to take another break. Hey, and when we get back, uh, a, a special, special guest, man. Yeah. One of my favorite people in the world and comics to boot. Uh, JB Smooth will be with us after the break. Awesome. Uh, Obi and Anthony, Patrice O'Neill, Dante Nero. Take care. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're listening to the show and you don't hear Opie and Anthony, uh, it's because we're not here. But Patrice O'Neill is. Yeah. So listen to him. Um, let me give you a little little synopsis of the show. Uh, bitches suck. Um, 
Whitey sucks. Whitey sucks. Uh, Patrice rules. Uh, repeat. I can't argue with none of that. <laughs> I told you I'm equal president of racism, equal opportunity. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me stop right now before we get self-indulged and introduce a great, great man in the studio. Uh... Let me give him the proper introduction. This young man, and when I started comedy, it was 1992, and I came here in, in New York, 96, right. 97, and his legend was already, uh, he preceded himself as he's texting somebody <laughs> who doesn't really love him as much as I do. Um, he's one of the guys that, it, it, there's, a, there's a few guys, maybe four or five I can mm -hmm. think of, whose success, my success, hinges on his success. Right. Because there's certain people that have to be household names before, before, they, before they get their due. Before you can. Yeah. So the universe would be right. Right. And this young man is moving towards that. And quite frankly, I, I have to say this, president of racism, <laughs> that uh, white people have helped out tremendously, mm. unfortunately, because he is king king when i came here yeah. comics comic yeah well respected never heard he even slightly borrowed anybody's jokes like dr dre did leon uh hayward that's right originator today, today by the way is unsung sample hip-hop day what we are playing all unsung samples of hip-hop songs, that the songs that they sample from, that people just don't know and understand that this is where it came from. But, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. The Great from, what's the, the, the damn... Baby Smooth, the no. show. Also, he plays um, one of the characters, um, the black family that was adopted from Katrina on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ladies and gentlemen, the young, talented, good-looking, smooth-ass... Jay, you can't even tell. The fact that you're you, saying chicken, you can't tell. Chicken patty in the vegetable. That what is chicken it's about? It's chicken. It's, it's a it's a it's a soy product. What is it? It's is so it the delicious. is it the texture? That, it's the texture, the man. The texture that tastes. Maybe like Maybe don't chicken. peel like chicken does, uh -huh. but the taste is a. They can make anything nowadays, man. Uh -huh. You would not know the difference, man. I will come in, back in the studio a year from now. You'll be down to 180 pounds, man. You're like, you know what, JB? You really changed my life, man. Look at me, man. I've been the same weight since high school. That's what I'm saying. You always, <laughs> you always been that big, exactly. even when pork was in your life. You know what I'm saying? I fit kids' clothes, man. He got, Cro <laughs> he got Crohn's disease. He you kidding me, man? Look at me, man. <laughs> Are you serious? You look the same me, man. without the mustache at 12. I'm telling you, man. I have ran into cats from my high school, man. It's like these dudes are like grandfathers, man. Yeah. They're like, yo, man, what the hell you been in a time machine? <laughs> Look at you, man. You're the same weight since high school. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I'm I'm active, but at the same time, I'm I'm eating, eating kind of right. good, man. But they don't not, not to say I don't slip. Same drinking, same. Not to say I don't same slip. drinking. What kind of drinking? I don't drink, man. No, no, no not liquor. Oh, uh, a lot of water. water. Just water. a lot of water. Just man. water. Water. You know what's good to you? Uh, cranberry juice is excellent, man. Cranberry juice. 
And know what? You, you got to move. And know what? No, no, you do it too. No, you on your period. That's another thing, man. You got to move them bowels, baby. Yeah. Get some apple juice, man. Your system, baby. How about you? I'm telling you, so we going easy way to move your bowels, man. Riblets, apple juice, and cranberry juice. That's good for you, man. Apple juice is great. Have you ever heard of controlled? Apple juice. Have you ever heard of controlled diarrhea? That's controlled never, diarrhea. Never in my apple life. Juice? Like, yeah, apple yeah. juice. Apple juice. Controlled diarrhea. How, how about Metamucil? That means you can control your diarrhea. How about Metamucil? What, what the hell? Man, don't, don't start using stuff like that, man. No, why? It's supposed to be just fiber. Metamucil? I drank that. You can like do Kool-Aid. that eating some good cereal in the morning, man. Apple juice. I'm telling you, man. Apple juice. Apple run right juice is the liquid yeah. garbage man. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it's the liquid garbage man. It removes it naturally. Organic. Cold diarrhea. Organic. So now you don't you Control don't do the your co- diarrhea, man. You don't diarrhea do the colonic. You don't do the colonics or nothing. No, like no, that. no, man. I'm telling you, man. Controlled diarrhea. You diarrhea. I'm telling you. I'll be the first one to tell you. Diarrhea is nobody's friend. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now. But in this wild state. Right. But if you control your Chaotic diarrhea, diarrhea. If you can say, you know what, I got diarrhea, but I can hold it for another hour. But if you cannot hold your diarrhea, uh, that's when you got a problem. Oh, I see Control what he's diarrhea. I see what he's saying. That now. means your bowels move naturally nice, man. It's a natural, right. it's yeah, a natural it's apple sickness. Juice. Right. And don't be afraid of you. Don't be afraid to drink a, a glass of prune juice. Yeah. You know what's good, too? A prune juice Why diet, you man. Say not oh, be, one week. Wait a minute. Why did you say week, man, not be afraid, JB? Wow. Don't be afraid, man. Don't be afraid. No, it's helping you out. <laughs> it's helping <laughs> you. It's doing you a damn favor. And afraid. Prune juice afraid, does not have to help you. Afraid of You don't have a contract. Of what aspect of it? Afraid of losing control of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm telling you what. You can go to any restaurant and get sick and get uncontrollable diarrhea. Un- where you cannot, Where you have to get your butt home before a certain amount of time. <laughs> and you know what? Then you can have control diarrhea. Well, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to drink this apple juice because I know stay home. this apple juice is good for me. Right, right. And I know it's going to move my bowels nice, nice and smooth. Right. But if you go to a restaurant... You know, some uh, Peking duck or whatever it is, <laughs> and you get food poisoning, guess what? You have no control over what's going to happen to you. Oh, mm-hmm. and let me plug this show again. Uh, JB is uh, is going to have uncontrolled diarrhea tonight. Uh, hey, chaotic. Chaotic. Un- chaotic. <laughs> diarrhea. I'll paper down right quick because be I don't, you know, <laughs> you know I, I can control it, but I still have to lay my paper down. He's going to be at Comics. Uh, tonight, tomorrow night, uh, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh, that's comics. And that is on 343 West 14th Street in, in Manhattan. Numbers 212-524. Hold on, JB's going to the bathroom. 212-524-2500. That's 212-524-2500. JB smoked two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow at comics. Let me ask you a question, JB. Um, how, you been in the game how long? Oh, God, man. Let me tell you something. Put it, put it like this. I will say this much. Uh, I was around in the heyday of black comedy. I'm talking about when yeah. I turned that corner and Def Comedy Jam came 90? out. And all that 90, stuff 91. Yep. I met. Well, I started in 92. When did you start? Oh, I actually started a few years before, around that time because I actually quit uh, my job when my daughter was born. Who She was born in 93. Mm. So I quit my job on the day she was born, man. And started doing straight comedy. I knew. But you had kind of started it like around then. I started around then. Before right. that, because when I came yeah. when I came in New York, you was already, you know, it, it was you. The names for like the, I mean, I guess you call it Chitlin Circuit, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the names out there, it was you, mm-hmm. talent, of and course, Mike. Mm-hmm. and Mike. Um, no, not the names I heard. It was it was JB. Was the, was 
Talent was up there. Right. JB, where JB was the comics comic. Yeah. Um, it was a guy named. Uh, he was a fireman. Of the rest of Wyatt, the one man riot. Stumpbrand, did you just say the rest? Of, I'm you thinking. Uh, uh, why does white guys always? <laughs> he was a cop. Don't man. interrupt Sorry. blackness. How you going to throw out Nipsey Russell like that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really know Nipsey Russell like it that? It was yeah. Wyatt, Wyatt, the one, Wyatt, the one, one man, man riot. Wyatt was but, great. But but. but you were no. I'm not even yeah. lying. JB, yeah, JB was when man. I came here from Boston. JB was that like the yeah, guy he that was the guy. he was the he was the comics comic. People liked him. It was he was just originality yeah. the whole thing. Now let me ask you a question. So you started in the Chitlin Circuit. I started in Boston, so it was mm-hmm. more white clubs. And how is it now having uh, white friends? White 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 not, white, not keeping it real. What's the difference now? Kind of, I have to say, like you know. It, there's, it's, it's, you know, it, it takes some getting used to in terms of what's the difference between the vibe, the feeling between dealing with, uh, uh, what's the guy from from Curb, uh, oh, Larry, Larry David, and Brad, Brad, Brad uh, Garrett, Garrett uh-huh. and the fact that you came from Def Jam, you came from, you know, in, in terms of underground, you know, street vibe, Def Jam, and now you're just getting that kind of recognition, you know, on Fox, on HBO. And it seems like your career's taken off. What's the, you know, what's the difference that you feel? You know, what is the difference? You know what, though? I, I will say this. When I started, I, def- I definitely started in the Def Jam era, but I also always uh, was a comic to write for the masses. Even though I. Oh, don't get formed. me wrong, dude. Let me, let me make sure you yeah. don't, people don't Even understand though. that I am not saying that JB was a dude that had, that did not. You know, he crossed cross, boundaries. JB was, you, everyone loved JB. Yeah. But I'm saying you made your bones in in the hood. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then now it's like, who's this dude mm-hmm. um, that's exploding on the scene? But you've been around a long time. And is there is there a, a difference? Do you find yourself going, you know, wow, I wish this was the case a long time ago? Are you doing the same exact material that you do in uh, a so-called white room, and uh, and then when you go to do chilling rooms, it, 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 are you a hundred percent the same, or you adjust, or what do you do? You know now? what? I, I kind of kept it the same, man. Yeah. I, I I would say I kept it the same. Only thing that changes, you know, you don't change. Your audience changes, but your audience is more, you know, now they accept, you know, what you are saying on stage as as who you are. So it's like it's, right. it's like it's like a way right. of getting yeah. your voice out there. Without having to change before yourself. when people don't know yeah, you, exactly. it's more that you have to prove you're funny. Exactly. But now yeah. you're, you have a brand in terms of the the humor yeah. and everything. So how how is it working on on the show? Um, on, oh, it's on the awesome! Show. It's awesome, man. You know, I, I think I, I think I've also prepared myself for a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Only because even though I started in the Def Jam BET era, I also you know varied my resume. I also did one of the first pilots ever on MTV. Called Apartment Two F. I did com- that was with um, Kamikaze. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. That was with the the Scalar Brothers. Exactly. I remember that. I was on that pilot. I did Kamikaze. Mm. I did Short Attention Span Theater on wow. the early years of Comedy Central. Damn. You know what I mean? I did a lot of stuff. So my resume looks like I can do almost anything, right, I can right. do anywhere. You know, I did. Uh, I did. I mean, I did Apollo. I did BET. I did the Comedy Jam. What was the pop? What was the What was the thing? What's the thing now that's kind of because you're because you've been around, but right now you are you are you are bubbling. Yep. And what was the thing that made everybody all of a sudden go? Who's this guy, JB Smooth, that just came around after 
20 years. Mm. I think that's the fun part. Of, I think that's the, the fun part of your journey because what happens is when when you when you get out there and you start doing what you do, you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep trying to do as many things as possible, keep your resume varied, keep doing different things, always challenge yourself to do something different. By the time you get to where you need to be at, you're kind of prepared for it. So me, by the time I got to do Curb, although I had done a lot, my audience did change. Now I'm pulling people in who never even, they never heard of me. Right. But that's the good thing about being in that position because, you know, you can shoot your load and, and be done with yourself by now. You know what I mean? I know plenty of cats who peaked so high fast and then all of a sudden you kind of, they, they're kind of lost. And like, where's so-and-so? Where's so-and-so? So for me, I, I kind of I take that in stride. Like, that I'm happy that I didn't hit the full, hit my full peak back Until then. Until you was ready. I would be You're exactly. ready now. Right. Right. I would have been done right now. Right, right. I would have been like, damn. Smart man. man. I already, I already did my TV pilot. Damn, it didn't make it. Damn, I'm still waiting around for that. But I'm happy. With, no, I'm, I'm a little older now. But at the same time, I'm happy that I didn't get where I want to go yet. Because I, I can I still look you. forward to it. You like the bubbling thing. I like to look forward ready. to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like looking JB, forward to it. JB's going to be at Comics tonight, tomorrow, two shows, 8 p.m., 10, 10 p.m., Comics Comedy Club on 343 West 14th Street in Manhattan, 212-524-2500. Um, what do you, we we got to take a break. You staying for a minute or? Man, we hanging for a little bit, All man. Right. Let's All do right, this. Cool. All right, we're going to be back after this. Uh, Opie and Anthony, Patrice O'Neill, Dante Nero. Uh, we'll be back. I need some security. I need some guarantee. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill doing the show because Obama president now. See what happens when you got the black president? Yep. They take over the radio airwaves as well. The whitest show on radio all of a sudden has a black host <laughs> filling in. See? It has started, my friends. Patrice O'Neill filling in for Opie and Anthony. Oh my God, that's hot! Why did why, I mean, why even mess with that? Exactly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So exactly. Today is unsung sample day. So since we have a young man of you grew up with hip hop, JB, hip hop fans. I'm gonna tell you something about my hip hop humble beginnings, man. Number number one, number oh. your top five hip hop albums of all time. Do you have that already? In that Run test? DMC. Which one though? Um, I like um, the original one. The original joint. The, the first, first one joint that's my, that ever that's my, dropped. That's my yeah. number one also. LL Cool J's first album. Ba Bam. That's, that's is this, a, is this in order? This in order. So wait a minute. Which one? Which what? one though? Uh, LL Cool J's the first joint he ever dropped. Radio. Radio. That's number two. Number two. EPMD strictly business. business number three number three okay Eric B and Rakim paid in full paid number in four. full okay number five I'm gonna go with De La Soul your list stinks incredible <laughs> I want you incredible out of here incredible array of hip hop don't you gotta beginnings. make it to another station <laughs> now nah, let me hear your five let me hear your five that baby. five sickens me let me hear your five first one. let me hear your five Run DMC's first album Run DMC, yeah. self-titled. Okay. Number two, NWA's Straight Outta Compton. So you going west? Number, number yeah. two, greater okay. scrapper. Number three, Nation of Millions. Nation of Millions. Okay. Number four, Eric B. and Rakim's Paid in Full. Okay. Number five, 
criminal minded KRS one. Okay, see, I'm gonna tell you how I'm thinking. Number six is King of Rock, but that's almost number five. I would have changed. Okay. I would have kept your your first four and changed the last to five to reasonable doubt. Mm. If you're gonna change go out west with a reasonable yeah. doubt, mm. number five all time. Well, all right, play that song again, uh, Stunt. Let me hear that. This bad is boy. this is the unsung hip hop song, but this is the test to make sure that you see what you know. Name name that stolen. Name that name that <laughs> stolen tune. <laughs> put the hat on. Put the hat on. Let me get my fake ID out. Ready? Listen to the beat. Come on, Jay. Mm. What you gonna do? Is it west or east? East. It's east, baby. Stop this. Stop it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> it's over to rap. How mm. dare you? I can't get this one, man. Oh. How dare you? Tell him. I can't get it. I shot you, LL Cool J. I'm Damn. gonna make a dollar out of fifty cents oh. and let my bead hang like I'm on the toilet. My style is all that and a big bag of chips with, with some dip. dip. That's nice. When all that. Hit him. Hit him with the. Hit him with the Isaac Hayes, Danny. Give me another try. Give me another try, baby. Oh, here's the. Oh. Oh. I'm getting chills on my spine when I hear that right there. Yeah, Uncle L, baby. Woo. Yep. Uh. You're right, man. That was banging. Sick. All right, ready? Give, else, give you man. another chance, man. Give you another try about this, man. Um, Isaac Hayes. The one from earlier? Yes. I think I got that. I think you do. Damn. The rap, the rap song to this. Now, this is Isaac Hayes. Sit alone in my home. I don't know the words, but I know, I know who it is. Who is it? I sit alone in my four corner room with candles. <laughs> you can't miss that one, boy. He got it. He got it. You know you got to play the ghetto boys. You know you got to play the ghetto boys. Yep, you got to play the ghetto boys. Featuring Scarface, baby. We're gonna take a um. We're gonna take a quick call. Somebody's a big fan of mine. I guess Keith. 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 Can you hear me now? Sorry, buddy. Can you hear me now? We try, Keith. Um, all right, give him. Hit it. Uh-oh. Hit me with Wait a minute. Else, give baby. him. Ready? Give him Quincy Jones, Danny. Let's do it, baby. Oh, Let's do that. Oh, let me see what I, I know, got. No, JB. I don't know. Let me know. see what I got. Let me see what I got. Let me see what I got, man. Oh, yeah. If you bet that, baby, be that, 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 I'm into the group. Oh, God darn it. It's a weird name. This is the Quincy Jones. This is Summer in the City by Quincy Jones. Oh. Start it over. We'll give you one last time. I know the group. Wait, I know the group. You about to lose your car, JB. Digable Planets? No, no, no. Not Digable. One more time. One more time. He got it. He got it. No, he got it. Oh, 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 oh. Hit him with it. You're killing him. It's the far side. Far side. Far side. Darn it, man. I'm sitting here like. Wait, hey, Danny, you got the, you know. I thought it was Digaboo first. Got the real song? You got the rap song? Passing me by. I thought it was Main Source. I said, not Main Source. What is it? Darn it. 
Nice. The Roxy Sanitaria. I stand on line in the Roxy. The Roxy had this long corridor that went up into the club. Yeah, yeah. With the purple light with the white gloves on. I used to be in the middle of the circle pop locking and everything, man. <laughs> with a fake ID going up in that wow. bad boy. What? That's it. Now you gotta play the grunt. From back in the day, baby. Oh man. Alright, well, oh. okay, wait a minute. Hit him with the Daisy Lady. Okay. Let's do this, baby. Hit him with the day. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You ain't got there once yet. We nah, let you get away with those. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. That's old. Oh, y'all went way back this time. New York, Mr. Roxy. He's pop locking. He's pop locking. He just did the wave. He's going back by the dance of the song. That's that is um Eighth Wonder by Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar Hill Gang, baby. But the song, the song is called Daisy Lady by Seventh Wonder. That's Seventh Wonder, baby. Here's the one that's your namesake. Hit him, hit him with the grunt. Man, that's cold. Dude, this is this is unsung sample day. <laughs> oh, wrong one. That's all right. I don't know, JB. Drop it, baby. Drop it. Drop oh, it. You didn't hit one yet on the money. I didn't hit yet, one. I didn't have not hit one on the money. All right, right. We'll give you a couple minutes on this. Just keep listening. Keep listening. To the break. Listen to the break. J.B. Smooth is a big album. Once was a part yeah. of the hip hop community, has now been <laughs> expelled. just been relinquished. Oh, no longer keeping it real with the <laughs> German dog and the man. pink nails. He'll be I at Comics out. Comedy Club uh, tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, 8 p.m., 10 p.m. at Comics Comedy Club, Direct. 343 West 14th Street, 212524. Mm-hmm. 2,500. JB doesn't like hip-hop anymore. Smooth. <laughs> man, I'm going to tell you something, man. I love song. hip-hop, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not a big rap fan, but I sure I'm a hip-hop fan. Yeah. I don't believe you. I'll tell you some of my milestones, man. I done been, I done been there, baby. I was in the... Oh, I was in... Oh. You got what I need. <laughs> you got everything I need. You got Bismarcky. Oh, 
You got what I need. Oh, easy one. But they say you're just a friend. You say you're just, oh, baby. I got it. No. Are you on? How much time we got? Uh, About a minute. All right, plug your, plug your show, Dante. All right, I'm going to be at the Eastville Comedy Club tonight and Saturday night, 85 East 4th Street uh, in uh, Lower East Side. 212-260-2445. For free tickets, call the club, 212-260-2445, and just say that you're an ONA fan you and, ONA, you and get your free, free tickets. tickets. And um, I'll be at comics myself uh, the day after Christmas, uh, December 26th, 27th. Mm. I'll be at the comics, but right now... The young J.B. Smooth will be at Comics all this weekend. Uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, 8 p.m., 10 p.m. at Comics Comedy Club. J.B. Smooth from Till Death, Curb Your Enthusiasm, your favorite comic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, O&A, everybody. Thanks, J.B., for coming, man, hanging out. Man, y'all awesome around here, man. Appreciate Good to see you, Jay. Um, y'all awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Sam. Young Sam. Thank you, Sam. Danny. Thank you, O&A, Stunt. for letting Patrice O'Neill and Dante sing for you. And remember, Unsung Sample Day. You can't listen to hip-hop today. It's only the sampled music. Mm. Danny, can we go out with some type of something? You Choose something, choose something my friend. Choose your favorite out of all mm -mm -mm. these today. Hey, it's O&A, man. Appreciate you guys listening today. Thanks, O. Thanks, Take care. A.